The college experience on the sports gambling podcast network is presented by MyBookie.ag. Just in time for football season, MyBookie is offering up to a thousand dollars in free bets using the promo code SGP100. Up to a thousand dollars in bonus bets on your first deposit. Use the promo code SGP100 to play, win, and get paid over at MyBookie.ag. We're also brought to you by Play Balto, the number one office pool hosting site. Play Balto is fully customizable, easy to manage, and most importantly, free. If you're running a football pool this season, make your life easy and do it on Play Balto. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com and click the Play Balto link to sign up today. Last but not least, we're brought to you by Sean and Colby. Sean and Colby are taking their stand up comedy up the coast of California. August 22nd in San Francisco, August 23rd, two shows in Santa Cruz and August 24th in Eureka, California. Go to SeanTGreen.com for more info. Yes. Yes. Woo. Welcome. Welcome to the college experience. My name is Colby Dantabase Dant. <laughs> that welcome was good. That welcome was really good. I'm feeling great. You're, you're swinging BDE over there. You know what it is, is we're so close to football season. I can taste it. I can fucking t- It's in the air. It's That's in right. the air. I wake up today. Patty. See, what did I do? I told you this earlier. Mm-hmm. What did I do? I went and, dude, I got a little bird feeder. He fed the fucking birds. I people. fed the birds. Look, when it's closer to football season, I feel better about he's the planet. He's a man of the world. I okay. feel better about the planet. He's you picking know what up I mean? trash. Yeah. He's, he's giving homeless men uh, fucking hand jobs. Hand jobs. Yeah. <laughs> All the things that a good American citizen right? does. No, but I really fed the birds today. The other things are bullshit. I really fed the birds. Feeling good. Feeling great about life, apparently. Even when I walked, I took my dog for a run. Lost yeah. my keys, right? Yeah. Because there was a hole in my brand new pair of sweatpants. Yeah. Great purchase, <laughs> I had, I by the way. No, no idea. I swear they weren't from my hand. You got to stop not... shopping at Ross, buddy. <laughs> they were not hand-me-downs. If you're wondering who the guy is on the other end of this microphone, by the way, before I dabble into my bird feeding stories, um, uh, this guy, just the biggest, the biggest dick you've ever fucking heard about. <laughs> You haven't had the pleasure right. of seeing it yet. What but your girls probably learned about. Hey. Whoa. Hey. 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 <laughs> <laughs> All right. Look, this guy, he's a former, former James Madison defensive back, current douchebag, absolute pizza throwing Tecmo Super Bowl loser. Uh, give it up for the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing Patty C in the place to be. Hi. Woo! I'm doing a LeBron. I'm throwing the dust in He's the air. He's throwing the dust right? in the air. Right? I wish it was cocaine, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Tony Montana. Hey, look, even Mud's happy. He's wagging his tail. You know, he's not sleeping last episode. He was just sleeping on the couch the whole time. He even feels the excitement That's in right. the air. He knows that we are, what, eight, nine days away from week yep. zero? And may I may I make this connection? Mudrick Waters, one, one Muddy Waters here, my, my, my lovely dog. Your companion, your roll dog. My best friend. What in the is world. it? Is it roll dog or road dog? Road dog, I believe. 
I don't know. I think it's Roll Dog because it roll. He rolls with you wherever you go. Oh, uh, but I was thinking we road gotta dog ask you, a you true hit the like, road. Like with me, I do stand up. I hit the road, and mud comes with me. There it is. Road Dog sounds a little better. I gotta say. Well, Major Mud. Although I haven't had the DNA uh, t- test come back, Major Mud is is a lovable. You think he may be your uh, your your illegitimate child? <laughs> Because you Teen are part style. dog. Yeah, that's right. Because uh, I did a lot of doggy style. Hey, No. Uh, look, he's part husky. Yeah. Well, the Pac-12 happens to have their own version of the Huskies. I so see what you did there. So that is why maybe Major Mud's tail's wagon. He knows. He knows that they are on a two-year slump that may be ended this year because of one transfer quarterback. Yeah, well, and the departure of one horrible quarterback. <laughs> I don't know if he was horrible, but uh, I, I mean, look, certainly not a, a championship nice guy, quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen too many games. Average. I've seen too many moments. games where I was like, no, no, dude, they almost lost to Utah because of like he, some bad throws that he, <laughs> he just, he was, he was challenging me, challenging me, Patty C. Uh, this is the pac 12 breakdown. But before we get into that, Patty C, your boy, Tate Martell, hmm. my boy, he's my boy now. Well, he's just, I just feel like, you know, you told me a lot about him. You said he's going to be a stud at Miami. I don't know if I ever said that either. <laughs> Look, point is he's not starting. He lost his job to a freshman. And I think he might've lost it also to Nicosi Perry, but Manny Diaz did come out publicly and said that he is a great, the team's best holder on place, extra points. Place, yeah, kick place, 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 place kicker holder. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Well, what is the yeah. uh, what are the letters? What's the abbreviation for that position? Hey, PKH. And, and and check us out. You're on the field. That's right. You know what I mean? Your two point conversion. If they ever call a fake, they're gonna use your number. That's right. The top recruit at PKH in the entire country at this point. Good job, Tate Martell. <laughs> uh I'm assuming he's gonna transfer elsewhere. Anyway, that was Brook Ground. Big news, uh, big news, Petty C. Well, let me tell you what. What? Miami just continues to baffle and disappoint at the quarterback position. (laughs) I don't feel very good at like coming in. I was thinking, man, you know what, man? I keep reading about Miami's defense and they're really, they're really loaded. Yeah. I was like, you know what, man? This Florida game, they got Tate Martell. If they can just get Tate Martell or Nicosi Perry to play at a decent level, I was like, they're playing Florida week zero. This defense is, and Florida's lost all but one offensive lineman. There's was, a chance here. I thought like, Hey, this is gonna be a field goal game. Now they're starting a freshman quarterback. Give me Florida minus the points. <laughs> right. yeah. Big time, big time. Take that one. Um, so uh, yeah, you're right. You're dead. You're, you're dead on. Yeah. When was the last time Miami had a NFL quality quarterback? Well, Ken Dorsey, but I would even argue. No, that, not NFL well, he made one. the NFL. He was on the Cleveland Browns for a long time, even though they probably weren't NFL caliber. Right. They, they were the probably, Miami, he was on a better team when he was on Miami. <laughs> and then when he true. made that expansion esque Browns team. Very true. Um, so yeah, what has it been? I remember being a child and Gino Toretta winning Heisman and everyone knowing at that point that he yeah. that was bullshit. That's been a long stretch. If you were to take Ken Dorsey out, because Ken Dorsey did play, but he lasted in the league like I feel like five or six years, but then it's it's a long time. Steve and Walsh. I'm talking about like a Toretta, talented quarterback. Toretta didn't even last five years. Steve Walsh would be the last one to really last. Like what was he early nineties, late eighties? Yeah. 
Late eighties, early early 90s. He, he was in Tecmo Bowl. In, uh, he's in Tecmo Bowl. So that Catholics versus Convicts eighty eight game, didn't he, he? He's on the Saints in Tecmo Bowl. So okay, can't be. And he had already played for the Cowboys. Half of anyone who's in college listening to the college experience has no idea what we're talking about because Miami hasn't produced a fucking decent NFL quarterback. How is that for a team that has that has been in the top ten of the recruiting rankings probably? every other year for the last 20, 30, 50, 40 <laughs> but, years. But uh, honestly, I mean, you look at like, you can pull up. Okay. North Dakota state. I was watching the chargers, uh, preseason game Easton stick, by the way, uh, definitely going to put, put your, put your boy Cardale Jones out of a job and out of the NFL probably. Okay. Cause Easton stick looked pretty good the other night. What was that? Um, North Dakota state's the guy who won the national Buffalo? championship. Where's no, chargers charge. I'm on. Fire. He already got cut by Buffalo. He's on his last leg. I feel like Cardale? Probably should have stayed in school, but yeah. I, I don't know. He Maybe paid, should have played yeah. more than three games as a starter before yeah. going pro. Okay. Uh, but Easton stick, uh, quarterback, North, North Dakota, Carson Wentz, quarterback, North Dakota. So they've had two, their last two quarterbacks that started at North Dakota state have made the pros. And one of them is really good. And the other one's, I think it's going to be a serviceable backup in the NFL. Yeah. North Dakota state. They're already better than, how do they recruit better than program. Miami though? Yeah. Or they just develop quarterbacks, quarterbacks better. better. That's what it really is. But I don't know because Jacory Harris. This is where this is the the database point here that you know we all should take heed to. And as much as are, I, are you going to give me some credit now? I'm going to give you some credit here. So throw this dick in the air and fucking take it because <laughs> I'm not going to give it again for a long time. Okay. There is something to be said for the recruiting rankings being slanted towards these yeah. power schools that like you know. Jacory Harris was a fucking five star. He had the body of a twelve year old boy. Yeah. He had no business. Like the well, guy was I mean, never going to go. You can prom. also look at like although Alabama does like Julio Jones is one that probably was a five star that should have been a five star. Yeah. Right. But there's certain ones you look at a lot of Alabama's production. Yeah. And and their quarterback position well, doesn't do much in the NFL. The, their running back position doesn't do much in the yeah. NFL. You know what I mean? There's a lot of positions that get drafted. Well, Derrick Henry. Mark Ingram was a solid starter running back, but quarterback was certainly Mark Ingram ever a full on starter. Uh, he's always, I, I dra- he's been on my fantasy team and I'm, I feel I'm, like, I'm a believer that he should be a starter. Sure. I but, think he's a damn good back. Yeah, I do too. But I think new Orleans is loaded. That said, I don't think that, yeah, I think there have been a lot of busts yeah. from Alabama and the running back position. Well, in general, just on their team. To yeah. Well, yeah. anytime that like they've had the number one recruiting class, like, 10 in the last 12 years or something since Saban came there. Uh, you're surrounded by fucking extreme talent at all positions. You basically yeah. don't have to carry you, the you, team. You on can your hide back. out. You can yeah. hide out a little bit. You can hide out yeah. and like, Oh, I'm producing fucking 50 catches this year. I'm the best receiver. You know? Yeah. 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 Anyway, we digress a tad. I believe what the fuck were we talking about in the first uh, recruiting rankings being completely overrated. Dan Kendra, remember him, Florida state or Ron palace, Notre Dame. Yeah. Uh, Chris Ricks came in with uh, very high hopes, right. uh, you know, Brock Berlin. Yeah. Yeah. All these guys. And, and, and it does mean like you look at a team like UCF, we're going to go back to our, uh, our staple team here. There's so much talent there. The fact that they got recruited by UCF and not someone else that alone gives them a lower recruiting ranking it has nothing to do with their ability as a player. It's just who yeah. recruited them. All of a sudden they go from a four to a five star just because Alabama 
sent them a letter. And you know? Yeah, that's true. Sent them an and, offer. And that, uh, I firmly, it's not only Alabama. That, you know what? That's, that's Texas, a fucking disgrace yeah. to the recruiting rankings like system. Well, that, that, that's, you know, have, again, have some fucking flaw. knowledge yeah. of like player talent as opposed to relying on the recruiters themselves to fucking identify it for you. You pieces of fucking shit. <laughs> I get so sick and tired of this bullshit. Well, this is this is why. Look, and I love college football, but I will call it out for its weaknesses. Yeah. And to me, it follows this, 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 you know, just like we said before, like the money of, of, there needs to be a commissioner essentially. And a commissioner should say, Hey, all of our power five conferences are going to play non-conference games. Yeah. Right. And we're going to do this and this and this, you know, play one away game, play one, you know, easy stuff. Don't play an FCS team. Or if you do make sure everyone plays an FCS, we just get some consistency. Right. And then also you can, you can set, you can set people for recruiting rankings that are paid by the NCAA because they make enough money on these fucking television deals that we don't have to have it through y- universities. You know what I mean? Like, right. and, and this shit where like Texas money can, still and, rules in college football. and this shit where Texas can like blackmail or essentially like, uh, you know, keep Houston out of the pack or uh, the big 12. Yeah. I mean, that's horrible for the sport. Yeah. yeah. That's ab- can you imagine if the, if the Redskins were keeping out the Cardinals or the NFC East or something <laughs> like that? Like, well, they got kicked out. Well, I'm saying, not yeah. because of the Redskins. Right, right, right. I'm saying exactly. No, I know what you're saying. It, it, it is, it is pathetic. The money still does rule college football, but the thing about college football that's great, obviously, is the fact that there's so many players, right? And and yeah, and it's fun. I mean, look, it's still and amazing. The innovation I still love of the it. game, right? I still love how you can see a triple option, a pass happy offense, right. all this great stuff. But when it comes down to, to me, uh, like the invitational is to me, I, I don't even think the, I don't right. even think we've gotten better. It's still a little corrupt. It's still a, a little, little. <laughs> it's still a lot corrupt. <laughs> Team won 25 games in a row right. and didn't get any love. Right. Didn't get a look. I don't yet. give a shit if they were independent playing Sheboygan state university. Right. All right. <laughs> Yeah, you want twenty. If you're on the same level, on the FBS level, that's the equivalent of no playoff. It's the equivalent of like '90s UNLV. No invitational. '90s UNLV when they ran the table or whatever of like, oh well, no, you're not allowed in the. Not going to the NCAA tournament. That's ridiculous. Can you imagine? Absolutely fucking ridiculous. All right, Pac-12 football, Patty C. We are locked and loaded. Major Muds left us until we talk about the Huskies, but we start off. We're we're doing the alphabet, and this week I think my alphabet's going to be a little bit better. All right. Yeah, let's hope so. Because uh, not only was your <laughs> alphabet out of order as it pertained to the teams last week, but you could not pronounce a fucking player's name. Well, that's going to be that. Look, that that problem will. People continue. thought I was hammered, and I was not hammered. That w- I was a little bit exhausted from from a crazy uh, couple days. But uh, but I will say he's it, also. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Now's the time for me to, of course, fuck up my my yeah, language skills. Yeah. You are. Alleged. Phonically challenged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm just trying to make shit up here. He's an idiot is what I'm trying to get at. My phone's ringing. Coley's oh, okay, freaking okay. out. I'm like, I'm getting static somewhere on this fucking microphone. Uh, Arizona Wildcats. Patty C. Tell that little wildcat, wildcat behind, behind the, the wheel. wheel. There you Gosh. go. Anyone? Anyone? Come on. We're talking about the movie Speed, which by the way, I don't know if you know this, Patty C. Speed, the movie was uh, shot about a block outside my house. Is that right? Yeah. What the fans should really remember is Dennis Hopper was in that and probably around the same time was coming out with the bad things Nike NFL commercials, commercials. Yes. Yeah, for NFL, which maybe I'll throw them up on the sports gambling podcast feed. By the way, guys, I don't know that. Look, I don't know Bruce if all you guys have bad things, things man, bad, bad things. things. Uh, if you have Instagram, I, I put a lot of work in every day 
I try to do it every day. Some, sometimes it's not all, all the time, but for the most part, I think you'll be highly entertained by the content we're putting up on the sports gambling podcast, Instagram. Look, Colby's yeah. a piece of shit. Yeah. I'd hate him half the time. He's a fucking moron in life. <laughs> right. I will say this without any dick throwing in the air. Very solid entertainment being brought to you on the Twitter or the uh, Instagram feed yeah. sports gambling podcast at, at sports gambling. He, podcast, goes dig- yeah. he goes deep sea diving for the stupidest fucking shit. The greatest shit yeah. you could ever and, find. Well, and, and, and when, what you don't realize is behind this is I'm the one editing it because it's like a 30 minute video or an hour long game. I got to find that. I got to go through edit this shit. All I'm saying is a little appreciation. Patty say, so you know right. what I mean? This guy needs a new hobby. This guy, this guy needs a girlfriend here. I, no, I don't. Actually. No, you do not. Yeah. <laughs> Especially going to college like, football. Season. Dude, my you life is looking great right, right now. Exactly. I was thinking about this. I fed the birds today. Right. <laughs> look, I, I got, I got stand-up shows. I'm right. going on tour. I'm going, look, I'll be going in the Bay area, but squirrels I, are coming up yeah. there. He's petting them outside <laughs> all. Cause he doesn't have a fucking look, girlfriend. After this, I'm doing some shit. I got, I got some shows planned for Chicago, New York City, North yeah. Carolina, traveling the world, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, maybe Madison. I'm trying to line up something in Madison. Jeez. If you're in Milwaukee, by the way, I know we got a lot of uh, Milwaukee uh, listeners. I've met in Vegas, uh, December sixth, my mother's birthday. Actually, I will be in Milwaukee to Raging. do some stand-up. Yes, uh, please come out. I'm also going to hit a Packer game. But um, there we go. Let's talk about the Arizona Wildcats. Yeah, fifty-five minutes into. <laughs> Speaking the of Packers, Chuck Cecil is an Arizona Wildcat. Yeah, if you want to watch that video on uh, the sports, see how I brought it all around Instagram feed. He brings it back. Psycho Chuck Cecil. Okay, let's go. Okay, look, uh, Arizona. One of my, by the way, I went seven and zero on my locks last year, and one of my locks was not Arizona under seven, but it was one that I strongly urge you to take if you listened to our shit last year. And guess what happened? They went under seven. They went five and seven last year. Year two for Kevin Sunley coming up this year. He's got a quarterback. It's a stud. Khalil Tate. He's back. He's got a good running back in JJ Taylor. Had over 1,400 yards last season. Even his backup, not bad. Gary Brightwell had over 500. They got two good backs capable. Uh, their top four leading receivers are gone. Mm. Uh, they're Actually, their top receiver returning is a guy named Cedric Peterson. 18 catches last year. Plan plan on starting two freshmen potentially, or, or as the fortunately, as it relates to uh, returning talent, wide receiver is one of the most replaceable positions. That I would say true. because it requires very little communication with any other position. Well, I guess the quarterback, but yeah, uh, offensive line wise continuity is. Much they got more three offensive linemen back, led by Cody Creason, and they're bringing in two JUCO transfers for the other position. Defensively, nine of the top 13 tacklers are back, but I don't know if that's a good thing because they were pretty horrible last year. They gave up 432 yards per game, 33 points per game, and they had zero pass rush. Pass rush is an issue. They're going to need to figure that out. Uh, linebacking core uh, should be pretty good. They still got some. That's actually the, probably the strength of their defense with Collins Schooner, Tony Fields, and Jalen Harris. I read those fine, Patty. See? <laughs> Uh, There's no, okay, let's just go. <laughs> they are bringing in a Juco transfer at the nose tackle position. Miles Tepesua. Uh, it sounds like a hot sauce. Uh, <laughs> 330 pounds, by the way, 330 pounds. Uh, they lost both their te- defensive tackles last year. And they, they, so they're, they're, they're only returning linemen are the defensive ends. The number of Pacific Islanders in the, uh, Mountain West and the Pac-12. Yeah, it's it's strong. That's like eighty percent of the yeah. like Hawaiian and Samoan population. I'll tell you this: I mean, the last tackle football game that I've ever played in my life. Yeah, I was about twenty-five years old. Yeah, 
I was playing with my buddy Bobby down in Orange County. Yeah. And he played uh he played high school ball. He also played professionally in Italy. Yeah. Right? But his crew, one of them was a defensive tackle for the Miami Dolphins. Went to Utah. Yeah. Right? He wasn't playing this game, but his brother was. And a bunch of other Samoans. This retired me. <laughs> dude, I was like a free safety. And I still, still hurt from this, dude. <laughs> dude, it was like one of these plays. They just handed it off to one of the Samoan guys. Right? Oh, man. Dude, and like the hole clears perfectly. <laughs> You're just like, fuck. For it to be me. <laughs> I mean, he trucked me and it, it was embarrassing. But I did hang on to the shoe. Hey. Got, he fell down short of the end zone, but very close. <laughs> Very close to the end zone, but I can tell you this. Dude, a Samoan running back. I, I can tell you this. Knock the fucking wind out of me, bro. I, I actually thought I was going to vomit. I thought I was going to vomit for a little, dude, a little bit Dude, those dudes are yeah. just built a different way. <laughs> dude, I was 25 years old, 26 years old. It was a th- oh, Thanksgiving, Yeah. right? Next morning, for the next like three weeks, I woke up and I was like, yeah, I think my career is done. All right. <laughs> that, that was when you checked out. Dude, my body hurt for a long time. <laughs> you Samoan fucking people. I, I love you. Yeah. You're nice as a dude. You're like a fucking teddy bear. Right. That's the weird thing about Samoans is like their culture is just like the happiest fucking thing ever. Like that rainbow, like yeah, just so happy. But it's just like, dude, their heads are made of like concrete (laughs) blocks. Dude, we also got that same group. uh, We were at a a uh, like a club once, and and a big fight broke out, and I just saw them destroy people. Well, listen, I worked as a bouncer. Believe it or not, I was the nicest bouncer. I was like, please leave. I was like, let's be friends. But we had a couple Samoans who were also nice guys, but just love to fucking throw people. And uh, <laughs> it's like, uh, you remember the scene in Aladdin, you know, when like the, the guards I've, are... I've ch- actually never seen Aladdin. You've never seen that movie? You're a fucking idiot. They're, they're throwing My ex f- would give me such a hard time that I've never seen Aladdin or oh, I've, I've, never, I've, I've never seen Lion King. <sighs> You're a loser. Well, you okay. want to know how the database became the database? Because I have older brothers and I was watching... When I was trying to watch like you cartoons, it, like your they're childhood. like, "Hey, put on." I was watching like porn, and I was watching fucking good lord, like uh, you know. We were nine. I man. was watching a, a, a. You had to get like a fucking VHS video. That's what I'm saying. Instead of Lion King, you were watching uh, Backdoor to Hollywood. Debbie does too. Dallas. Debbie does Dallas. Uh, and 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 I was also watching like you know r- ridiculous like USFL games, Canadian football games. You know what I mean? Right. Like. The database did not, <laughs> it wasn't developed out of, everyone, out of chance. Everyone always asks me, oh, did you ever see Land Before Time? No, I never did. All right. Well, never mind. This story doesn't relate to you. Okay. <laughs> All right. Can we talk about fucking Arizona? Yeah, we can. All right. Look, their defense, uh, their linebacking core is, is the strength of the defense. Secondaries, uh, you know, secondaries got, they bring back corner Jace Whitaker, who's probably one of their better. Eh, it's the secondary should be decent. Him and Lorenzo Burns and Scotty Young. So really, it comes down to if the defensive line, or if the defense can get just better, and the, the defensive line obviously has some some weaknesses, the run defense specifically. Let me ask you this: What's that? Does this team have more potential under Kevin Sumlin than it did under Rich Rodriguez? I'm gonna say no. Do you think Rich Rod is a better coach, or do you think within this particular system he's got more potential? I think. You know, that's true because Rich Rod will always like blow like easy games, but I think they're right around the same level. Yeah. I think I'd favor Rich Rod by a little bit. I almost want to favor someone. and I'm a Rich Rod guy, you know, I guess my, I, I saw it. Rich Rod did it at, at West Virginia. He's got a better resume. Rich Rod can win games and build an offense that can win him games that someone can't. 
Rich Rod's uh, system, when he gets all the pieces in place, is truly, truly tough to fucking stop. But I also think the Pac-12. But he does blow games, and he always hires. Who's the guy who follows him around with that little three-three-five defense? Yeah, I hate that. And they always just fucking end up getting destroyed. Yeah. yeah. Uh. So I mean, I I personally think like. I don't know. I thought someone was good at Houston though, but yeah, someone, someone's, uh, but I can tell like you that said, I, I faded guys. the fuck out of him last year and I, and I, and I, and I cashed in on that, <laughs> but, right. uh, yeah, yeah. uh, this is another one I'm going to cash in on. I'm just going to go ahead and say, I'm going to probably, this will probably be on my locks come into the year over under the, the over under set at seven. I'm on the under. Okay. Well, as you know, I'm a little bullish on Arizona for whatever reason. Not a team I uh, grew up loving necessarily. Well, I can tell you this: if they somehow lose week zero, there's no way they're hitting seven. Yeah, that's a t- this is a tough ass conference. And when you consider they're away, I think they're going to go winless on the road in conference. Well, should we take a look? Yeah. All right. Week zero coming up just in a very very short time. They're at Hawaii and they're eleven point favorites, eleven and a half point favorites. Yeah. I think we should just put a little red flag on this game because it's a very, very dangerous game. I could totally see Hawaii winning this game. I don't think I, I would still favor Arizona by a little bit, but mm-hmm. I think it's when I look at that line, I think it's more like three. Well, that what's the, what's the 11 and a half. Oh yeah. 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 Take Hawaii to cover that yeah. very much. So very much. So um, early in the season, Hawaii had a good year last year. Cole McDonald is a stud. Um, We're assuming that uh, Tate Khalil is going to develop into Khalil a passing quarterback. Uh, Tate Khalil, <laughs> wow. my fucking dad, over here. <laughs> I know. Wow. Well, check I'm us out. Tate Martel. All right, fuck. Well, you. the big, the big thing I wonder about is like, is that defense going to be any better? Now I know that the linebacker, and you got to think they're going to get better just by being older. But uh, I can tell you this: Hawaii's offense will put up points. Damn. Now, I, I Khalil Tate should be able to have a field day on that defense, but. Interesting that they took a game at Hawaii, which many teams would do in order to get that 13th game. They also took a game in week zero, which gives them three bye weeks during the season Yeah, and still didn't pick up a 13th game. Yeah. So they get a bye week and then they're home to Northern Arizona. Not a bad FCS school. True. Uh, I got them. Let's just say two and oh, I'm going to baby. I, I still say that Hawaii game is one that, that, that you really need. very could get away. Very much could get away. Uh, week three, they are home to Texas Tech, and this is a true 50 50 game. Agreed. I think we gave it to Arizona, but I don't, I don't feel good about this at all. Yeah, Texas Tech is, not, didn't we, didn't, didn't you say that, uh, the coach from uh, Utah State stepping in there to yeah, uh, Matt Wells. Wells taking over, and that's one of the best jobs from to take over. So Matt Wells walks into a situation where, all uh, a lot of players didn't transfer out. Yeah. They have a lot of veteran players in place. He's a, he's kind of adapting to their system a little bit. Um, and for everything that I've read just says that, and he's also brought in a lot of transfers. Okay. Yeah. So, and he, he took his whole coaching staff. I think the talent is there and otherwise. Yeah. Okay. And he's a good coach. Yeah. And he's got a, he's proven to be a good coach. So yeah, the, for, for a new coach taking over a program and going on the road against a, a a proven coach with a good quarterback for this game to be a 50 50 says something about the situation and the type of coach Matt Wells is all that said, I agree with you roughly a three point game here. I'll tell you this though. I am more inclined when I look at the first three games, I have highly doubt that they're going to be three. Now I think they're going to be two and one. 
I think you're sleeping on Arizona football. I think you're sleeping on Kevin Sumlin. They went five and seven last year. I almost want to look at their schedule and see where those losses came from. I'll get to that momentarily. Meanwhile, they take a bye week. They're not going to lose to... They go to Hawaii week one. All right, we're spending too much time on this. They they come out of the gates in Hawaii. They've had the entire offseason prepared for that. They should be favored in that. They get a bye week and then host Northern Arizona. That yeah. should be two weeks. And then they get a home game against Texas Tech. They should be 3-0. and I know, but should and Arizona haven't gone together in a long time. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but okay, let's just say they're three and zero. I'll play. I'll play devil's advocate here. Okay. Uh, they're home to UCLA. I have UCLA winning that. Hmm. Another good game. Another good game. Uh, we're gonna take a look at their losses last year. Look at this: two losses by one point, a loss by four points, and a loss by five points on their fucking schedule last year. This team is better than you're giving them credit for. Granted, they lost by 41 points to Washington State. <laughs> and that's when they went, they had 59 in the first half. That's right. Remember that? That's right. They ended up with 69. That was ugly. <laughs> they lost by 32 to Washington. A little Jekyll and Hyde uh, thing going on <laughs> with uh, Arizona. Um, that said, I still think they're a little better I, than I a got, five and seven. I got UCLA beating them. Well, I, I got them at four and zero, so fuck you. Okay, at Colorado, that's a loss. I got them losing that one too. I got them at three and two. They follow that with uh, home. They got to, four straight home losses. to Washington, three yeah. and three. Follow that with at USC, three and four. Follow that by at Stanford, three and five. Home to Oregon State, homecoming. I got to win. I'll guess I'll go win, but I they could. This is one that that could get away from them. I'll give them that though. So I got them at what? Then I got them at four wins there. You got them at five, right? Five, yeah. They get a bye week, then they're at Oregon. We're looking at a five and seven record for Arizona. I told again. you. That's why I'm heavy on this under. What's the? Uh, so look, they're at Oregon, then they're home to Utah, and then they're at Arizona State. They're going to lose all three of those. And this team, the over under is at seven. Take the under. That's what I'm saying. You're assuming. There's a lot of fit. Patty C. If if you're if you're five wins right there, because I think I have them at four. Yeah. Right. You have 50-50 games. Them winning UCLA, Texas Tech, and Hawaii. Ah. Uh, UCLA. I, Even I Oregon that. State, bro. Oregon State could still win that no, game. Oh, sure, but I, I could still have a ten-inch dick. No, that's impossible. That's true. Okay. Uh, much better chance for Oregon state to win that game. For yes. Yes. Uh, much better um, chance for every team to win that game. <laughs> <laughs> um, team for my local okay. youth league team. Okay. Um, yeah. Take the under heart. The, 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 the other thing about that is not only are there 50, 50 games, 50, 50 games that we're giving them wins for it's that their losses are fucking hard losses. You know, yeah. I, I don't see them winning. At USC, at the best Stanford, case at scenario, Oregon. Best case scenario is probably six and six. Yeah, and, and that's assuming they would beat Colorado at Colorado. Bet your money. Yeah. Bet your money on the yeah. under. Yeah. I, 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 that's going to be a lock, I think, buddy. Yeah. Uh, next up, we talk about the Arizona State Sun Devils, uh, and we will be the first to admit that we were kind of wrong on Herm Edwards. We, we <laughs> you know, swing and a miss, just like the rest of the country. Fortunately. But uh, yeah, coming off a seven and six season, I'm happy to be proven wrong. I think it just as the rest of the country is too. He's a likable yeah. fucking guy. I like Herm Edwards too. Coming off a seven and six season, and I think that might have been eight and five. I think a lot of their players, or I think Nikhil Harry and stuff, missed the bowl game. 
take that bowl game with a grain of salt. They were seven and five regular season. Uh, Manny Wilkins is gone. Nikhil, he's uh, Manny Wilkins is on the Packers and Nikhil Harry is on the Patriots first round pick by the Patriots. Um, so that just recently this week, they announced Patty C mm-hmm. surprising because they had, they, they have a good stable of quarterbacks, as you well know, from two years ago when they had Bryce Perkins, Blake Barnett, Memphis's quarterback, Brady white and Manny Wilkins. They had four deep, uh, this past year, they were very good. Manny Wilkins went down a couple times. Their backups were good, but they got beat out. All their backups, the ones that that waited their turn to, to become starters. Deep what? Sorry, I missed that part. Quarter and quarterbacks. Oh yeah, yeah. That's right. Bryce yeah. Perkins, Brady Manny White Wilkins. of Memphis, Wilkins. Blake Barnett, and, and Manny Wilkins. Wilkins. That is a fucking deep quarterback roster. And and they were deep last year, and they're still deep this year. But they but Herm Edwards did announce that quarterback Jaden Daniels, true freshman, the second highest quarterback recruit in the nation. And it has finally happened. The millennial trend of Jaden's is there officially on us. And the first ever true freshman to start a season at Arizona state at quarterback. Wow. Unbelievable stat. Uh, Congrats Jaden. Yeah. So we'll see how he does. He's from Los Angeles. Check out this stat. Yeah. Right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine of the 13 games that Arizona state played last year, one possession games. Yeah. They got robbed in that San Diego state game. They played a lot of close games, four they, losses by exactly seven points. That San Diego state over a game, five week stretch. I had money on them. I think, I think on, on, on San Diego state. So I came through, but I should have lost horrible call. It was like a 50 yard pass. Uh, and the, he got targeted but he catches the ball, but they argued that no, you can't tell definitively that he catches the ball because they ruled it incomplete on the field, but he catches the ball, but he's knocked out, right? This is Arizona state's guy. Yeah. Okay. But because the targeting, it was like a 50 yard completion with like a minute left. Yeah. Well, the targeting is only for 15 yards. Yeah. Not enough. No, they would have had the ball at the one yard line. First and goal with like 30 seconds, with like a minute, with like 45 seconds left. Yeah. Probably would have won the game. Um, Horrible, horrible call by the referee. But uh point is, uh, they're good. Well, you gotta figure, like like they like they say, year two often uh an opportunity for a jump for coaches. Herm Edwards greatly uh overachieving expectations in year one, going yeah. seven and six, seven and five in the regular season with a bunch of relatively close losses. Could this talented and uh, just you know, the, sleeping giant of a team, Arizona State finally have found their coach. The toughness of the team was much more evident with Herm Edwards than it was Todd Graham. Very much so. And one of the reasons, maybe, is perhaps their star running back, Eno Benjamin. Guy's a fucking animal. Herm Edwards comes in. He was a linebacker. Switches him over to running back. Has over sixteen hundred yards of rushing. Damn. Or yards rushing and sixteen scores. Also caught thirty-five balls out of the backfield. Patty C. High usage. Get him the rock. O line looks good. They got they got a uh, good center in Cole Cabral. Remind me to draft uh, Eno Benjamin on Saturday when we're our fantasy football draft. That's right. Saturday night. Uh, Yeah, message me for for Saturday night West Coast time. We're going to aim to do that thing around eight eight thirty. Uh, so that's eleven eleven thirty on the West. We're going to whip your asses. Yes, up and down at college football fantasy. Exactly. Exactly. Get at us. If you want to get in before it's too late, 
Okay, Nikhil Harry is gone. They bring back Kyle Williams. They, they still have two of their best three, three receivers, but obviously Nikhil Harry, you can't replace a guy that athletic. Um, defense uh, lost six starters. Run defense was a little bit of a weakness last year, but the uh, linebacking core looks pretty good. Secondary is incredibly young, but they, they got some talent there. Chase Lucas on some, some watch lists I've seen in the Pac-12. Patty C. You belong on a watch list. I, <laughs> uh, the over-under is at six and a half. How is Arizona ahead of Arizona State just because of the quarterback play? Is that really? Uh, I think people are still writing. Someone's nuts. Still doubting our yeah. boy Herm here. Okay, so week one, they get Kent State. That's a win mm-hmm. in Tempe. Week two, Sacramento State. That's a win in Tempe. Week three at Michigan State. Now, as we know, what what's the uh, Big Ten's all-time record in Sun Devil Stadium? Or in ten? Oh, and 10. eleven now might be it's one ten or eleven. Yeah. So now that we're going back to East Lansing, revenge. you got to figure revenge. But th- this is still a game where I feel like early enough in the off se- or early enough in the season that weather is not going to play strongly in yeah. Michigan State's favor. Uh, that said, still. I got to take Michigan state, but I'm just saying, it wouldn't be surprised me if you're LSU going up to Wisconsin opening yeah. weekend. Didn't factor yeah. the frozen tundra into Wisconsin's favor, but Wisconsin still came away from the vic- with the victory going a long distance. Doesn't help your cause. No matter what the circumstances, I'm going to take Michigan state as well. I am too. Okay. Uh, so, so two and one, then they're home to Colorado. I got them beating Colorado and Tempe kind of a 50, 50 game. Yeah. I got to go with you on that. I'll agree with they're you. They're three and one. Then they're at Cal. I got them losing that. I'm drinking your Kool-Aid on Cal here. Colby's really been hyping Cal. Justin Colby's, Wilcox. Colby's a step ahead of me as it, as it relates to uh, assessing so everything Cal. In life, yeah. Well, no. A uh, step ahead of me on the uh, fast track to sucking buttholes. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I, let me insult this guy. <laughs> So you got him at three and two or two and three, essentially. Give me a, three, no, I'm sorry. Three and two. Give me a cheers, buddy. Three and two. Cheers, buddy. I got Danny Trejo. You see him rescue some dogs the other day or no, some humans the other day. Danny Trejo holding it down. Um, You got Tom Rathman. Okay. So can we fucking stay on point here? We're like a fucking bunch of, we, we just can't, we're just talking gibberish everywhere. That's what it's all about. We right? got him at three and two. Then they're home to Washington state. Who do you have in that game? Who? Give me a uh, Mike Leach. Give me Mike one. I, think I gotta go Wazoo two. Three and three. Then they're at Utah. Three and four. L. At UCLA. <laughs> That's a 50 50 game. I'll say they get that one. I'm gonna give UCLA that one. I think probably I would favor UCLA, but uh, this is a 50 50 game. UCLA dude. will have turned the corner by this point. Really not giving Herm his. Get, actually, I'm gonna take Arizona State on this one. I'm gonna say they have four wins there. Right. I, mean, I, I just can't see them being that bad. Fair enough. They get a bye week. They're home to USC. Oh, give me the win for the, the Sun USC. Devils. Okay. I got them losing that one, but okay. So we're evening yeah. up here. I think, I think I'm going to ride with you at Oregon state on November 16th. Give me Arizona state to win that game. <laughs> I don't feel good about that, man. Uh, I, I guess we have to take Arizona state right now, right? The cornfields in the woods, but yes, so that's I'm, five home to Oregon. Oh boy. This is a good game. This is because talent wise, Arizona state could stack up to Oregon and it's, I, I feel like Austin is like a, a large no, factor. No, no, this is in Tempe. I know, but oh, okay. I'm saying Austin is a large factor in Oregon's success and you take that away. And like we mentioned before the podcast, we were talking 
Arizona State, one of the more slept on like locations to try to Tempe. Yeah, take an L. Take an L. Like the like you you notice when Oregon State wins against a big team, right? You yeah. don't notice. You assume Arizona State should beat a big team, but a lot of big teams go into Arizona, go into Tempe. Yeah. And take the L. Yeah. And they're not definitely. given the credit as a hard ass. True. Place to very play. slept on. Very slept on. Uh, what are you going to do with that? I think I'm going to take the fucking Sun Devils. I am. Yeah. I am. Uh, I got Arizona State winning that one late in the year. The freshman quarterback will be experienced. I got them winning the next two. I got them actually hitting a seven and five record, I think. Yeah. I'm right there with you. Right, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah. I got them at seven and five. I'm, I got them on the over. What's the uh, over under? Six and a half. Take the over for the Sun Devils. By the way, I want to tell you that NC Nick was on the under in Arizona as well. We both are on, the, all three of us were on the under in, in the Arizona Wildcats. Arizona State, NC Nick's on the over. You're on the over, Patty C. I'm yes, on the sir. over. Boom. Believing in Herm. Got to. Okay, and next up is the California Golden, very Golden Bears. So golden. All right, Justin Wilcox, right Golden Bears. I've been a fan of this guy. I, I've been telling you, if you just watch enough college football like me, even when they his first year there, I love this team identity. Kind of like with Arizona State and Herm Edwards, there is a toughness, kind of like what's happening in the in the Big Twelve. When you, even though I haven't seen the play yet out of Kansas, but I have had a Baylor. You know, it's like making this, and Matt Wells is coming to Texas Tech. You know, Matt Campbell's tougher. It's it's getting more tough. You know, college college football and football in general is cyclical. When the Pac-12 and the Big 12 are forming more of an, a defensive identity than an offensive identity, at least as it relates to new hires. Thank God for this trend. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, Justin Wilcox coming in. All right. This defense is nasty, Petty C. He's a defense. He former defensive coordinator of Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and if you've done any research on college football, they might have the best secondary in the country. I think them and LSU are battling. I think one other team in there, probably Alabama, for all I know, or Clemson, but are battling for the best uh, def- secondary in the country. If you read any publication, I don't give a shit who it is. Some of them put Cal first. Some of them put Cal second. Some of them put Cal third but they're always in the top three or four, which right? is impressive given yeah. their recruiting. Exactly. Um, now the offense did struggle a bit last year, but that's Wilcox's game, but he did go out and hire former Eastern Washington offensive coordinator and head coach, Bo Baldwin. You said, uh, Wilcox was where before Wisconsin, Wisconsin during yeah. some of those during, glory years. Dur- no, during their glory years, he was their DC. And I, I often wonder since he's left, they haven't been on the same level. Right, and I think you're clearly seeing maybe they let one get through the cracks that was pro- potentially a better coach than even Paul Christ. Wow, potentially. I don't want to say that for well, sure. Paul Christ yeah. didn't really beat down the doors at Pitt, you know, when they let him go. He was what the offensive coordinator, uh, one of a number of offensive coordinators that was successful pounding the rock at Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah. Let him go to Pitt. He, I feel like he was a seven wing coach most of the time there. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You know, they bring him back. He did a decent enough job, but, but he had Wilcox. As maybe DC. Wilcox yeah. was the X factor that was pushing him over. Perhaps, the top. perhaps uh, chase Garbers appears to be the starting quarterback. He started some last year for them. They also have a UCLA transfer in Devin monster and also a South Carolina transfer, Brandon McElwain. Uh, five of the top six receivers are gone, but that's not an issue because they don't pass to them. Um, I'm just <laughs> I'm coming from Cal. That's yeah. that's crazy. Jordan Duncan is their top receiver returning. 
the run game is the strength of the offense. They got two running backs mixed in with the Juco transfer. So it should be running back by committee. Patty C Christopher Brown and Marcel Dancy should be leading that four out of five starters back on the offensive line, which you like to hear. That's huge. Defensively eight starters are back on the nation. One of the nation's best defense. They led the pack 12 in takeaways and yards given up last year. They finished 11th total in the nation, giving up just 20 points per game, all very good stats and a little over 300 yards per game. And what's scary is the defense should be much, much better just by a, a little bit of health and the fact they return of that many starters. Like I said, eight of the top 10 tacklers also, this team has defensive studs on all levels. They got an elite pass rusher in Tevin Paul that will be playing on Sundays. They got a good run stopper at the defensive tackle spot in Luke Buquet. Linebacker Evan Weaver, uh, stud, 158 tackles last year. He was all packed 12. The secondary that everyone talks about, it, they returned every single person f- from their secondary last year that was second in the nation in interceptions, uh, only to Utah State had more. Interesting. Safety Jalen Hawkins. Uh, six picks last year, all pac 12. He's back as, uh, along with his, his uh, other safety Ashton Davis. Hawkins is a great name for a defensive back. It is. And this, I'm Paul telling Hawk. you uh, I, now that the problem is this is they play in the most underrated division, probably. And that is the pac 12 North Yeah, stacked. I mean, look, you got the SEC West, you got the big 10 East, and then this has got to be the third best division. Big 12 yeah. doesn't have a division, but I'm saying it's got to be. Right. ACC doesn't have anything that compares. Every time I mean, you could say potentially the uh, American East. There you go, buddy. <laughs> no, they, would, they, they wouldn't. They, they're not going to hold up against. Yeah. Six deep. All right. Now, Vegas, because we got we got to we got to we got to kick Let's this. Let's keep thing. it rolling. Yeah. Okay. Vegas has the Golden Bears at five and a half. Not high on them. Yeah. Still not believing. Last you were year, drinking the shit out of the Kool-Aid. This team had some tough losses last year for a seven and six team, but they also beat Washington last year. That's right. A road loss by seven at Arizona, uh, a six point loss at Washington state, both good teams. Um, a three point loss in the bowl game to a, an underrated TCU team. Yeah. This is a better team than probably the record indicates. Another one of these uh, hard nosed teams, just like Arizona state that plays cl- in close games. I'm going to tell you this. I, now, I, 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 without looking at their schedule, I'm going to call for the over. This team's going to go bowling. I think they're too good to not go bowling. Five and seven is the over under. Five and a half. Is Five and a half. Yeah. Well, let's take a look. All right. Uh, week one, UC Davis. By the way, good, very good, very good FCS school. They beat a uh, playoff team, right? Yeah, they beat they beat an FC, FBS team last year. Uh, Dan Hawkins, former Boise State coach, Berkeley. UC Davis may be like the real Berkeley now. Like my uh, college thesis professor at JMU when I was, I was an environmental science, like uh, student and I hated it. Right. I don't care about the environment at all, but uh, <laughs> worst major to fucking take. I did a couple of years in that industry and was out. Um, UC Davis. Gosh, she was the biggest fucking Berkeley ass. <laughs> I feel like Berkeley is like now too popular. UC Davis is the true, like, Original Cal Berkeley. Well, I can tell you whatever's happening. Dan Hawkins has got that program rolling. And I can tell you this, if Cal does not get their shit together and cause Cal's going to be looking at week two. Yeah. Week two, they play at Washington in a rematch. Cal's right? looking at an L in week two. Well, I'm saying if they don't, if they look at week two too much, right. week one will bite them. Will bite. When you them. play an FCS school, that's that capable. 
Do you think a team like Cal, a, a hard nosed team, is likely to like get bitten? I just think uh, they don't have enough offense sometimes to. Yeah. It, 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 the offense might not might not get them out of the game, and then if you fall asleep at the wheel. Yeah. Let let a team that has yeah. a, a nice offense. I believe UC Davis has a pretty break good a few off on you. Yeah, okay. they're at a conference schedule is pretty pretty challenging. So I, I we got them beating UC Davis week two at Washington. Washington's going to get revenge for the loss last year. Unbelievable that they even get, took an L last year, but yeah, yeah, well, that's Cal's defense. One and one, uh, one and one. Then they're home to North Texas. Won ten games last year. Patty, this is a better game than you would think. Yeah, that's I'm what still going to give it to Cal. I'm going to give it to Cal too, but I I I, I don't feel great about it. Yeah. Uh, two and one, and then they're at Ole Miss. It's a loss. I think they're going to beat Ole Miss. You do? Ole Miss is transitioning into a new, new, new rich rod. Yeah, I think they're going to beat Ole you Miss. You might be right. Yeah. God, that's that's a long trip. Cal's though. one of those slept on teams when they play. Like they swept North Carolina. They went cross country. They swept Maryland. They swept <sighs> Texas. You got a good point. That's a 50-50 fucking game right there. I, I got them beating Ole Miss. I'm still going Ole Miss here. I got to be SEC okay. has some talent down there. Three and one for me, two and two for you. Sure. Uh, home to Arizona State. I gave this one to Cal. I'm not, I forget what I just gave that to Arizona State. I, I think I gave that one to Arizona State. I'm on Cal there. I'm going to say they're, I'm going to say what, two, three, four, got, four and one? Four and one. Geez. Now they're going to lose at Oregon, four and two. Yeah, I got them at uh, two and four. Wow. If they get a bye week, then they're home to Oregon State. I got them beating Oregon State. So that's I got them at what fucking five and two. Just five and two. Them. Yeah. They're at Utah. No way they win that. Five and three. They get a bye week. They're home to Washington State. And I think they're gonna beat Washington State. Ooh. I think they fit perfectly. Great secondary. Mm. Make them run the ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be a good game. I like what they do. I think they're gonna beat. Give me Washington State, man. Well, here's what's interesting. I, we got a full three game discrepancy in terms of what we think is going to happen with this team. Here's what's great is that they play the air raid two weeks in a row. Cause Graham Harrell and they have the best secondary in the country, arguably. Look, there's Phil Steele and then there's fucking wins and losses and there's database. Okay. And Dan base is buying is, is drinking. Uh, the cool I, I'm saying they're not going to go zero and two right there. They're going to go one and one. I think that, I think they beat USC. Okay. I'm not giving USC a ton of credit here. Okay. So if, if I got them going one and one there, then shit, what's my record? Then one, two, three, four, five, six. I got them at six already. So yeah. they're and and I got them losing at Stanford and I'm going to say they lose at UCLA. They're going to go six and six or seven and five. Hmm. I'm on the over. What's the uh, five and a half? Five and a half. I'm gonna take the under. You think they're not gonna go to a bowl game? I think Cal. I don't know. It's gonna be tough. I think five and a half is a very good. Like I wouldn't touch it. NC would, Nick is on the over, and NC Nick locked the over. Oh wow! The out of conference does suggest at least two wins there, but again, I get the Oregon State game at home. It, Guaranteed win almost. Uh no. Sorry. You Sorry. went with under. You went this with is under. too deep of a conference. <laughs> Don't uh, touch it, folks. Okay, next up is my my Colorado Buffaloes. Colorado's coming off a five and seven season where they started out five and zero, oh, and then they lost the game to USC and they went five and one, and then Lavisha Chenault got injured and everything horrible happened, and Mike McIntyre got fired unjustly. He should still be the head coach, by the way. He was national coach of the year, was it? Yeah. 
Two years ago? Two years ago. Wow. Um, all right. Colorado admit, uh, as admin, Colorado's administration looking a little suspect. Well, that. I think yes, but at the same time, they do have a national championship much more recently than Georgia, much more recently than a lot of teams out there. <laughs> hey, fair enough. Fair enough. Although they haven't been in the real game in 15 years. So no, well, they got robbed of it. One of those years, it is time. 2001. They got robbed of it. That was 18 yeah. years ago. Okay. Whatever. Look, Mel Tucker. I don't know what to expect. All right. I really have like, I'm, this is my team. I, I love Colorado. I love East Carolina. If you know this, I have no idea what the fuck to expect from Mel Tucker. Nick Saban's uh, coaching tree. I actually think has been very, very, very questionable as opposed to most, most to think, well, Kirby smart. Yes. Kirby smart was good. The rest, a, lo- a lot of question marks. Steven Montez is back for a senior year. Love that. He was flirting with going to the, going, going to, to the draft. He will be drafted. And I actually hear of like second or third round draft pick, but who knows where the hell that all shakes out. He's running a new offense, more pro style. You got to worry, you know, what's that going to contain? But I can tell you this, when you look at this team and you don't look at Mel Tucker, I get excited because Steven Montez has a great receiving quarterback. LaVishka Chenault, Katie Nixon, same high school, by the way, DeSoto in Texas, mm. Tony Brown, Texas tech transfer played pretty good under. He was a Kingsbury guy a couple of years ago. Okay. He, he was at Colorado last year. Good, capable receiver. Darren Cheverini recruited him. Darren Cheverini, then what, former Colorado Buffalo player for the Cleveland Browns and Dallas Cowboys. Nice. Right? But Cheverini... Sher- is dropping you recruiting coordinator now. Yes. yes. Cheverini was at Texas Tech with Kingsbury. Uh-huh. Went to Colorado. He's an ace recruiter. That's yes. right. He, and, he, and he mines he, Texas. And he's also the guy that brought them LaVisca Chenault and KD Nixon. There it is. Wide receiver, former wide receiver, wide receiver coach. This wide receiving group is really good. They also have Levisco Chenault's brother, Levante Going back Chenault. to the old big 12 days yep. and getting into Texas. Now, the receiving... Well, I guess there were a lot of L.A. back when they were the, really hit. No, no, no. There was L.A., Texas, and Louisiana. Interesting. Cordell Stewart is from Louisiana. They would, they brought in a lot of yeah. talent from Colorado, Louisiana. Colorado, yeah. not necessarily a uh, talent hotbed, but for those teams back... Growing then, as a state, though. Yeah. One of the fastest growing states in the country. Yeah, it should, yeah. It should be a talent hotbed, yeah. but, you know... Well, check More us into out. snowboarding and shit. Check us out and weed. Uh, <laughs> check us out though. They, their receiving core is pretty loaded. I really, I really believe that. Okay. Four out of five offensive linemen are back now. Sure, the offensive linemen had some struggles last year, but uh, w- tackle William Sherman not bad. You ring four out of five back, I feel good, right? Yeah, you gotta feel good about running that. back. They lose Travion McMillan, grad transfer, graduated, but I watched the spring game, Patty C, and they got a freshman named Jaron Mangum. I was pretty impressed with. Nice. That's the glaring weakness of the offense. The running back position. Depth. Depth. Okay. But I was impressed with the freshman. Defensively, Tucker's strength, and he brings back his two best defensive players. Mustafa Johnson on the defense, defensive end that just destroyed shit last year, all Pac-12. Mm-hmm. Uh, also bringing in a couple Auburn transfers. Uh, Juante Vias Johnson, and they also bring in an Auburn tight end. But uh, they lose two out of four linebackers, but they got their best probably their best defensive player entirely. Nate Landman back at linebacker and they returned three or four defensive backs last year, led by corner Delrick Abrams and corner or Dante Wigley. Patty C. I look at the roster. I like the team. I like the team so much that I almost wanted to lock the over, but then I'm like, fuck, I don't know Mel Tucker. Then you also know you're a completely biased, but I also know I hit on this last year and part of my seven. Fair enough. Fair enough. Objective enough to get the W. 
Barely. As a lock. Uh, here we go. The Rocky Mountain Showdown, Patty C. Friday, August 30th, Colorado State. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Is this the best in-state annual season opening uh, rivalry um, in all of college football? I don't know. Is, is Iowa versus Iowa State the opener necessarily? No, it's always week two. Week two. Yeah. Okay. Uh, is any other game a season opener? I don't think so. I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Well, you got BYU Utah now is doing it. This one for yeah. one year, one year at least. Um, this game kind of stands alone as as, as like a, really Colorado State almost on the same level as Colorado as a, as quality of program despite being in a quote quote. Colorado State had a, under Sonny Lubick had really good years. Actually, under McElwain from who went to Florida, Alabama's former OC had yeah. some good years. I'm tempted to look up the uh, all time record between these two teams. I still think Colorado will be dominating it, but. Um, <laughs> Point is, who you got in this one? Uh, you got to give it to Colorado. I do too. Week two, home to Nebraska. Uh, they're going to take an L there. Revenge is Scott Frost's on this particular week. I, I do like how early they catch Nebraska, though. Yeah. Helpful while that quarterback is I, still. I, I got him losing too, but I don't think it's. I, 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 this is going to be a fun one. Rocky Mountain Showdown. Wow, this isn't a particularly close series. It is not, right? Not at all. Yeah, because Colorado was what was 66, 22, and 2. That's because in you, favor of Colorado. You gotta remember that Colorado used to have Byron the Wizard White and shit. You know Winners what I mean? Like, of the last four. Damn, he just dropped a Wizard White yeah. fucking <laughs> reference. What was that, 1941? <laughs> Interestingly right. enough, Colorado State used to be Colorado Agricultural. If you're not the state university, if you're not the flag, state flagship university, you're always bouncing around between the fucking agricultural school, the state school, the tech school. You're just JV. You're just school number two, basically. Okay. All right. Anyway. Let's go through the schedule. Let's hurry this thing up. Yeah, let's go. All right. So you got them at one and one. Then they're home to Air Force. So glad this game is back, by the way. Uh, wait, wait, wait. That's tough, though. You go for Nebraska triple option. Yeah, how long has it been since this game has been played? Uh, I think it's since like the early eighties or, or late seventies. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is a this should be an annual showdown. I, I know that Bill Parcells was at Air Force uh, pretty recently. The last time these teams played. Nice. Yeah, that's yeah. that's <laughs> <laughs> Parcells who won Super Bowls in the eighties. Yeah. Okay. So you got them two and one. Yeah, two and one. Two and one. Then they're at Arizona State. We already said it's a loss. Two and two. They're yep. home to Arizona. We already said that's a win. Three yep. and two. At or oh look at that. Look at that next three games. That's a good game. At Oregon. At Oregon, at followed Washington. by at Washington State. At Washington State. Uh those are two losses in a row. Yeah. I agree. And then they're home to USC. Any chance? I'm gonna give USC this one. I've been I've been not giving USC their due. I'm gonna give it to USC too. So I'm gonna say, what is that there? Three straight losses. What so what I have them though? How many wins? One, two, three. Yeah, three, I got wins. three wins. Wow. At UCLA, loss. I think they're gonna win. Okay. I got him. I got him. I got him knocking that one. Give me a four. I, I that's actually doable. Very doable. They beat him last year. Very possible. Yeah. Uh, then home to Stanford. They're gonna win. <laughs> no, they're not. They're not gonna lose all these home games. To they these could teams. win that game. Yeah. They could win that. Okay. They beat Stanford last time they played in Palo Alto. I will say they'll get one of these last four games. 
Uh, well, the, the final two are incredibly hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, bye week, but they're home to Washington and then at Utah. That's, dude, look what they pull. Look what they pull from the north. They pull Washington State, Oregon, Stanford, and Washington. They miss out on Cal and Oregon State. They're in the south. Why is Colorado in the fucking south? I guess it's like latitude makes I don't it know. more southern than the other schools. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, um, I got this team at five and seven. I got them on the over. What's the over under here? Four. I had them one win, two wins, three wins because that. Uh, do we have them beaten Arizona? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Three wins. I got them uh, at four as well because I think they win one of those final games, but. You got to decide which way. Gosh, that's hard. I am going to take the. Give me the over. I think they're just a little better of a team than four wins. NC Knicks on the over as well. Yeah. We're all agreeing. All agreeing here. All right. And moving along, moving along. But before we move along, I'm going to tell you guys that my Evan Williams tastes mighty good today. No, it is good. It is right. My, my, when you mix it properly. Yeah. Dantabase is quite the mixologist. <laughs> Check us out. The, the good old college experience is brought to you by my bookie, my it's football season, and my bookie is home to thousands of preseason football bets for college and pro. Even though college doesn't play preseason, I don't know who wrote this. <laughs> NFL win totals, right? College win totals, Super Bowl futures, make playoff bets for all you care. They got it there, right? They got it all, Patty C. My bookie has a unique player futures, like first rookie to score a touchdown, first rookie to throw a touchdown pass. Man. And don't forget to enter mybookie.ag NFL super contest, only a hundred dollar entry fee, no proxy needed and a hundred thousand dollars prize guaranteed to first place. Just waiting for you. Plus every dollar they collect goes back into the prize pool. No rake. Besides their wide selection of bets, they're also offering up to a thousand dollars. First deposit bonus using the promo code SGP 100. That's right. Up to a thousand dollars in free bets using the, pr- the promo code SGP 100 at mybookie.ag. Oh, wow. To play win and get paid. Boom. That's a fucking ad read right there. You are on fire. And next up, Patty C the yeah. legendary legendary, your boys, the Oregon ducks. Oh, quack, quack, Oregon quack. coming back. Oregon, check us out. Coming off a nine and four season, and I want to note this: last year they were the only Pac-12 school to schedule awfully out of conference, horrible out of conference schedule, maybe the worst in the nation last year. Ducks in conference were just five and four. Now you can't accuse them of the same thing this year because they have scheduled aggressively. But last year I think they had Bowling Green, San Jose State, and Portland State. Mm. Bowling Green won one Leaving game. Leaving a little bit. Bowling to Green be won one desired. game. San Jose State won one game. Portland State won four. That won, was that yeah. was. I remember at the yeah. beginning of last year being this is like pathetically, pathetically awful. But Justin Herbert decided to forego the NFL and come back to college from Mario Cristobal. Kudos and prayers for your health because exactly because <laughs> we like to see players coming back to college. We love college football, but at the same time, if I was your father, I would say get paid. Yeah. Uh, offense was good for 427 yards a game and 35 points per game. But I also wonder how jaded that stat is with the out of conference scheduling like that. 
right? Absolutely. They return all five offensive linemen. They're supposed to have one of the best offensive lines in the country. If not the best Patty C, mm. uh, three old of, statement, three of these guys, uh, put, uh, have been penciled into potentially being the NFL running game. Looks good with CJ Verdell. They also got Travis die. They combined for over 1800 yards and four touchdowns last year, four or 14. I think I, I might've mistyped that. Uh, they, they did lose Dylan Mitchell, their top wideout, but they quickly, quickly grabbed Penn state grad transfer. Jawan Johnson. It's pretty shocked. He left Penn, Penn state. He was getting the ball a lot too. Uh, and they also have back Jalen Reed and they got a good tight end and Jacob Breland. Um, defensively, they, you know, you think, okay, they got the number one signing in the whole entire recruiting class in KV on Thibodeau, right? Mm-hmm. Jordan Scott, great nose tackle. Like honestly, all pack 12 nose tackle. They did lose their star defensive end, Jalen Jelks, who had a lot of sacks last year, leading tackler. Troy die is back at linebacker. You got to think, okay, this is going to be great. Pass defense got, well, first off pass defense needs to get better because they gave up 242 yards per game last year. Patty C and gave up more than two touchdowns in the air eight times. Mm. Got a ton of talent coming back with Nick Pickett and, and Javon Holland. But I will note that our boy, Jim Levitt left the program late in the off season, very late in the off season. And uh, a lot of that was apparently he had some issues with Mario Cristobal. Now everyone's high on this team, Patty C and I am not. And I'll tell you this right now, the over and under is at nine. I actually think it might even be at this. I wrote this like a month ago. It might even be at nine and a half now. Either way, we're going to go with the nine. This is a very difficult team to analyze the, 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 the body of work of Mario Cristobal is too short to kind of analyze under uh, one year, especially losing um, Jim Levitt in the off season. Not not only that, but their their body of work last year was up and down all over the place. Uh, some weeks their offense is firing, some weeks not as hot. Some weeks their defense is locked down, other weeks they're giving up a ton of points. It's to random teams. It seems like teams that throw the ball well give them problems a little bit. They got four away games in the Pac-12 this year that I think are potentially all four losses. <laughs> Let's take a gander here. 2019 Oregon schedule. For away games within the Pac-12, should we start with the uh, yeah, we'll non-conference? Go, yeah, we'll go, not, we'll go week by week. Uh, week one in Arlington, uh, they get the Auburn Tigers. Apparently, this is a, a classic matchup because you might have the best defensive line against the best offensive line. Ooh, Auburn is going to win the game. I think Auburn's going to win the game too because I don't believe in when it comes to college football. A lot of it has to do with head coaching, and I have zero faith in Mario Cristobal to be a very good head coach. Sure. And I think Gus Malzahn's a very underrated coach in the eyes of the Auburn fan base. That is um, <laughs> absolutely. So I got Auburn winning that game. Oh, and one, then they're home to Nevada. They're going to beat Nevada. They're home to Montana. Good FCS. They're going to beat Montana. Yep. Right? Two and one. Then they're at Stanford. Pat. Oh boy. Oh boy. They're losing at Stanford. I mean, this is a 50 50 game, right? This is like, do I favor? Do I this has f- been a great rivalry for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually going to say they get this. All right. Because I think, I think the hype is going to come back around. There'll be preseason top 10 because preseason. Fuck, I mean, sorry. Herbert versus Costello, a Pac 12 quarterback showdown. I'm going to say Oregon gets this one. 
Oregon's going to be overrated all year because sure. of preseason rankings. Okay. But they're going to get this one. They're, they're going to come th- out the gates pretty nice. They're going to be three and one. Okay. They get a bye week. They're home to Cal. I got them winning that game. I think I got them winning that game too. Four and one. Home to Colorado the following week. I got them winning that game. Five and one. At Washington. That's an L. That's a loss. Yeah. Five and two. Home to Washington State. Hasn't Washington State had Oregon's number they quite have. a bit? They have. I don't know how to bet this. I'm going to take Mike Leach. Mike one. Yep. You know what? Until proven otherwise, I think I got to roll with you. Yeah. So I got to. Watson uh, is a major factor. Look, this though. is where the wheels fall off essentially for me to, to go here. I think I gave him the Stanford win surprisingly. Right. But they, they, they lose at Washington. They lose home to Washington state and they lose at USC three in a row. Hold on. They lose at Washington State and then lose at USC. The three games in a row. Three in a row here. Yeah, I guess. Uh, guess I'm gonna go with you on that. I don't know. I think they're better than USC. Going to LA. They'll probably lose that. You're right. USC is too talented to just be losing games well, like that. Check us out. Then they get a bye week. They're home to Arizona. They get the win. Mm-hmm. Then they're at Arizona State. We already took Arizona State. <laughs> yeah. Did we really? Gosh. And then they're going to beat Oregon oh, state. This team's seven and five or eight and four best case scenario, eight and four. We get, we're giving them the Stanford game. I'm on the under the world loves Oregon. I do not. Auburn at Stanford at Washington at USC at Arizona state hosting Washington state hosting Colorado nine and three is the over under. Yeah. Take the under. Yep. Got to. I thought you were high on your ducks too, but I am high on them. I think they're a good team, but I think this conference may be the deepest in all of college football. And for a team that isn't truly, truly elite, that makes for dangerous, dangerous uh, trap games and uh, week to week games. All right. Uh, I would agree with you. So we got the Oregon state beavers next. Uh, uh, The best two and 10 team in football. That's right. (laughs) Probably not. It's probably Tulsa, actually. Colby was munching on a beaver this morning. <laughs> Hell, look, uh, they were two and ten last year, first year for Jonathan Smith. But I really like this hire. I think it was an underrated hire. Main reason why, Patty C. Yes, I was a fan of Jonathan Smith when he played for the Beavers. But when you saw the Washington offense with a senior quarterback in Jake Browning, without his offensive coordinator, uh, in, in Jonathan Smith. And you even saw, you even saw Chris Peterson who uncharacteristically call that out in the middle of the season. He got into it with his OCs and you, it looked like a team that kind of was losing, losing a little bit of their, their mojo. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think a lot of that had to do with Jonathan Smith, not being there. Mm. Now, uh, another thing he comes over to Oregon state to go two I and 10. Notice that there was a noticeable step back for Washington on the offensive side of the ball. That's right. And, and, if you notice what he did with Oregon state, no Oregon state, he walked into a terrible situation. First off, like 20 players transferred with the coach yeah. going and he did not even have enough defense. Like we knew the defense was going to be a mess. Yeah. I remember like reading and I was like, Oh man, they're throwing wide receivers. Their their uh, walk-ons are starting on the defensive backfield. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah, it, it was, was a, a mess, yeah. right? But the offense, Jonathan Smith's forte, that offense was moving the rock. Yeah. They went into Columbus if they could play any defense, they might've won that game in Columbus because they were fucking moving the ball on Ohio state. Uh, now that's a big if though, uh, they get well, smacked. Yeah, I know. But I mean, I think offensively 
they made a, they they made uh, Ohio State look kind of bad. Yeah, but but I'm just saying defensively, we knew it was going to be horrible. Yeah, I knew coming into it, it was like, oh, fade the fuck out of the, the, the this defense can't guard anybody. I mean, they got me, they got you starting back there. You know what I mean? Me <laughs> and you. You know what I mean? Like, good lord. Uh, but they they bring a they got a, a fifth year senior quarterback Jake Luton back. But like I said, uh, you got to like that. Now they he is going to be in a battle because Nebraska transfer and former blue chip record or recruit not record. Tristan Gebbia. Uh he was a Mike Riley recruit, big time recruit to Nebraska. And obviously Mike Riley with his ties to Jonathan Smith. He is now at Oregon State. They got a stud running back, and and I really can't emphasize this enough. Talk about a home run threat running back, Jamar Je- Jefferson. 1,300 yards last season, missed a game or two, too. They also got a stud wide receiver in Isaiah Hodkins. Patty, see, this offense should be moving the fucking rock. They only returned two offensive linemen, but mm. they add in a, they add in, see last year they had to have people sit out, they add in a Nebraska and Arizona transfer to the O-line. Some serious talent for Corvallis. Yeah. Defensively, the team, as I mentioned, was a complete mess, but they bring in Tim uh, Tipisar coming over from Wisconsin. We're on the defense. Okay. Uh, Wisconsin linebackers coach. Can't get much worse, and, can it? Yeah. I mean, can't, can't, Really, they like I, I look at this. And I'm like, they had one good player last year, and that was linebacker uh, Ham- Hamilcar Rashad Rashid Jr. <laughs> Twelve tackles for loss. Uh, but to check us out. They got a lot. They, they they signed a JUCO. They got a JUCO lineman coming in, former four star recruit, uh, in Addison Gums from Oklahoma. Nice. Also added in a Nebraska transfer and a South Carolina transfer. They're going to transfer out. The defense has to be better. It's not possible. Look they got this. players. This team gave up. I'm going to read all 12 games that they played in. Yeah. 77, 25, 37, 35, 52, 56, 49, 34, 38, 48, 42, 55. That is, that is a sieve. Well, and what do we, do we call that? I think we kind of called that. Yeah. Okay, now offensively though, some some solid games in there. Not a ton though. I think we may be overrating their offense. This team probably is going to suck again. <laughs> Over and unders at two and a half. Well, at least uh, uh, Las Vegas is in agreement with us on that. Uh, week one, home to Oregon or to, home to Oklahoma State. L at Hawaii week two. That's a, that could be an probably L. A loss. That could but... be an L. Uh, I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give him the win. Okay. I trust Jonathan Smith to That's get it a done. Coin flip all the way. That is that is. Then they're home to Cal Poly, the Mustangs. That's a win. Nice. And they're gonna be two and one, and people are gonna be like, "Holy shit!" Right. They get a bye week. They're home to Stanford. Half game away from covering here. They get a bye week. They're home to Stanford, and they're gonna upset Stanford. You're out of your mind. They're gonna upset Stanford. Calling it right now. What is Stanford coming off of before that game? Stanford is coming off a Stanford's got the hardest schedule in the country. A a four game stretch that says Northwestern at USC at UCF and hosting Oregon before going to Oregon State and before a Washington. Dude, that is the easiest game to sleep on ever. That's what I'm saying. And what is fucking uh Oregon State? Can doing? I remind you? Can I remind you that Oregon State has Cal Poly and then a bye and then you might be right. Let me let me remind you of this. 2017, Oregon State one and eleven. They had an interim head coach, right? Yeah. Stanford comes to Corvallis, right? ESPN night game. 
Yeah. Stanford wins 15 to 14. Oregon State's running out the clock up 14 to 12. Yeah. Fumble a snap. <laughs> Stanford recovers. It kicks the game winning field goal. Stanford has done that last year as well against <laughs> Oregon. Stanford somehow is a golden horseshoe. It's the Harbaugh effect. I am saying this team's hitting the over early this year. I'm going to say you're wrong, but let's keep it rolling. At UCLA. Probably a loss. Home to Utah. Loss. At Cal. Loss. By a week before at Arizona. That's another one that they could That's steal. That's a potential steal. That's an- <laughs> yeah. Uh, home to Washington. Loss. Home to Arizona State. I think that's that's one that in Corvallis. In Corvallis, they could win that game. It's Arizona State. Oh, that is in Corvallis. Oh, that's they could win that you, game. You, you don't give them enough credit. I'm there. reading this backward. You know what? Okay. It's two and a half. Yeah. With two probable wins, I think you do have to take the over here. I think they find a win somewhere in the remaining nine games, even though I kind of favor every other team. N- I, NC Nick's on the over. Are you I, on the over? I think you take the over here. I think that's the play. There we go, man. I like the over. I got to get some more ice. I want one of these Evan Williams and Schweppes combinations. Well, How are you doing over there, bud? I mean, I, could, I, I already filled me up one of these. So if you can give me some ice, I'd appreciate it. Absolutely. Why don't you take us into the next? I shall. Game. I shall get some fucking energy going. Let's pep this thing up, you know, or pep. Yeah. Is that a thing? Pep this thing up. Pep Hamilton's the coach of the XFL uh, Washington team. That when are they going to release these names on the XFL? That's what I want to know. Patty C. All right. Next up is the Stanford Cardinals. Patty C's Stanford Cardinals. David Shaw's back again. And uh, you know, he's doing a good job. I think our country kind of overrates his job, but Hey, He's still doing a good job. They went nine and four last season. Can't hate on that. Right. Patty C. Uh, and he's got KJ Costello back. KJ Costello is on the NFL radar. Bryce love is gone. Let me tell you what. Yeah. David Shaw has been going strong for the better part of a decade here. Colby is still unwilling to give this guy his due. What is wrong with you? Why do you hate David Shaw? I don't hate him. <laughs> you hate him. No, I just you think I just, at a certain point, look, he's solid. He's solid. Sure. But, he took over for a guy who built a program, but if you can sustain a, a level of success, look, a lot of coaches fall off within a year or two. Cause they yeah, suck. he's doing a solid he has job. Sustained, Did you listen to my intro? I said, I, I go, I think you he's, hate him. You, th- you, no, you also, I always intro, see him in like the top talked about how the fact that America thinks he's overrated. Well, because you're it, a hater. You ever look at H- like the top H- 10 H- coaches R. pull, they'll put like David Shaw at like number six or seven. And I'm they like, always no. put him as like the top NFL prospects. It's like, I'm not buying okay. it. I'm not buying so, it. I mean, I guess he has a somewhat uh, NFL system, which uh, he is a solid coach. He's a damn good coach. All right. He's a solid coach. He's better than Mario Cristobal. Sure. Is he better than Chris Peterson? Let's is he better than Mike Leach? Fucking David Shaw's. Record at Sanford. Is he better than Chris Peterson? Is he better than Mike Leach? No, he's so not. So he's the third best, at least in the Pac-12. And I think Justin Wilcox is coming on to push that, mm. push it really hard. Push it good, <laughs> uh, dude. I'm previewing their fucking team. Let me preview it. All right. Let me see. They got he's surprised. Stanford's got another good he's tight still end. Still a young buck. Wait, I picked Colby Parkinson's. <laughs> I'm googling David Shaw uh, investor. How many tight ends does Stanford put in the NFL? Head fund, head That's what fund. I want to know. No Stanford? one's listening to you. They put in a tight end to the NFL. I feel like every fucking year. Yeah, the, they're the Iowa of the West. Look, there's certain teams that are just white as shit. Okay, <laughs> Stanford's one. But they got of them. a black head coach. What are you talking about? Uh, 
have you heard the guy talk? That there's zero thug in David Shaw. What? That doesn't mean anything. What? It just means you're that a David Robinson fan. You're telling me he's white. He might as well be. That's what I'm telling you. What is that supposed to mean? What does that even mean? It means he's not a thug. Not that black people are thugs. What I'm saying is that look, this is America, right? We can call white acting nerdy white thing. Yeah, it's white. like if you play the Utah Jazz, you're like, oh, there's these douchebag white guys, which is right. true in a way. Except for uh, Donovan Mitchell, even though he is like super uh, team oriented, right? That that means you're white if you're team oriented. God. Is that what you're saying? Everything I say sounds terrible. Yeah, here. you're fucking horrible. Okay, you're what I'm trying person. to say yeah. is David Shaw. Because I could swear Chris Paul is team oriented. I could, he is I, team I, oriented. I could, I could swear that Jamal Crawford is team oriented. Okay, there's yeah. like, and, and Donovan Mitchell is is more. Yeah. Look, gangster. You, you dug yourself in a terrible ditch. Here's what I'm saying. I know no, you're, not you're the racist, one that put right? the words in my fucking mouth. Okay. Here's <laughs> David what I'm Shaw is black. David Shaw is yeah. black, and he experiences and the same same stuff that black people do, but. He recruits white guys, right? He does get a, he does get the McCaffreys and the fucking and the Gerhards out there yeah. and the and the fucking Kobe Fleeners, right? Just like the other white teams in the country. I, I don't think it matters. Iowa, do you, do you think that's Notre a deal breaker Dame. though? I what don't do you think, mean a deal breaker. I don't think up. for the player. I think that if you're the player, you're like I, I'll go fuck a play wherever. I, I think it's a, I think it's just a style of fucking football. It's fullbacks yeah. and tight ends. Yeah, that's essentially, all it is. And, and and which are often white guys. Yes, yeah. yes, exactly. There we go. Now we're getting to the core of the fucking situation. Okay, here. I want you to dug yourself Williams. out of that ditch. You put me in the pour, fucking pour ditch. that shit. Okay, now can I read this fucking team's preview? Sure. Uh, look, they lost their top three wide receivers. They also lost their best running back with Bryce Love. This offense is going to take a step back, but they do have a stud tight end. Uh, Stanford does have a pipeline for stud tight ends in the NFL. Oh, line looks pretty good. Uh, they were hit a little bit with the injury bug last year up front, but Walker at little uh, is a tackle that appears to be on the NFL radar. And uh, defensively, they only returned five starters. Th- only three of the top seven tacklers from a year ago. Patty C. You got you got to have question marks. Look, I'm lo- loving my my Oregon State play more and more. The D line looks solid with uh, Javon Swan and three others returning. Linebacker is the concern. There we go. They're gonna Jonathan Smith's gonna note that. And uh, although they do return uh, a lot of, a lot safety wise, they're breaking in two. Well, no, sorry, one new corner. The other corner is a really good corner named Paulson uh, Adebo. Gosh. <laughs> Here we go again. Yeah, let me get out of this. And typical Stanford, they have a great place kicker, one of the best in the nation, and Jet Toner. <laughs> yes, Gotta along love with the uh, fucking uh, Xerox copier is Jet, his uh, yeah, punter. Jet Toner. Yeah. I wonder if he was on Pedophile Island with the rest Jeez. of these. <laughs> Why? I don't, know. I don't know. I don't know. I just thought like Jet, like he's in a jet, private jet. Sure. I'm just talking out of my ass. <laughs> um, look. Next is uh, what uh, Vegas says. The over and under is at seven. Patty C. You hear that poor? That's a damn good poor right there. <laughs> over under is. Are seven. you going to ride the Cardinals over seven wins? Cause they have the hardest schedule in the nation. My now I will say that I will say when it comes to scheduling David Shaw, I don't think you're a fucking horrible coach. I think you're doing a good job, but do I think you could be a tad bit overrated in the spotlight? Sure. But when I see your schedule, David Shaw, this year especially, detrimental to your fucking. If you go five and seven, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you completely off the hook. <laughs> I don't think you're gonna go five and seven, 
But when I look at your schedule, I rated it. I, re- I did a write up over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Feel free to check it out. I think it's the hardest schedule in the nation because there is not one for sure win on your schedule. There is not one for sure win on your schedule. All right. Let's see it. Now, my computer is jamming on me. So, yeah. Hold us down here. And hopefully his corners will jam on uh, Northwestern in week one. Yes. Uh, Saturday, August 31st, they host the Northwestern Wildcats. I got a feeling they're going to win this one. Look, when they went over there and laid the egg the other year, yeah, that was more of probably a statement in hindsight of the Pat Fitzgerald's preparation and that program being good. But I, I remember being stunned, being stunned and feeling like the biggest fucking idiot about predicting a great year for Stanford. Now, granted, they turned it around and actually did have a great and year. And I do believe Northwestern followed that with a loss to an FCS. Yes, but Northwestern also had a great year as well. Yeah. So I felt like less of an idiot as the year went on, but I remember coming out of that. I want to say that they were one of my like definite locks for the year to be like, and like right out of the gates. So I was like, I think they actually hit for me, you know, but uh, all that to say, I expect something better this year. Stanford, potentially a slow starter. They're, they're similar teams, both smash mouth style teams. It being in Stanford, Stanford returning a quarterback, slight edge to Stanford here. Yeah, I got Stanford. The week two, they go at USC. Uh, I think they could lose this one. I don't know. This is a 50 50 game, man. Man, this is these games are super important for USC. Super important for Clay Helton. Uh, I mean, I want to give this to USC though. I think I do too. I'm going to do like 52 to 48 USC to win this one. Not the score. I'm saying percentage on to win. Sure. It's close. Yeah. Uh, so I got them at one and one and then they go cross country from the back to back away games. They got going all the way cross country to, to Orlando, Florida, where they will take a big fat. Yeah, L I, again. Think, I think they're going to get their ass whooped there. Yeah. Uh, and I think they're going to get, so they're going to be one and two. Then they host Oregon. And I said, damn, I got them starting off one and four. Is Revenge that... factor. You know what? I might change that. I might change. I think they're going to beat Oregon, but lose to Oregon state. You're out of your mind. They're going to win both of those games. This team is going to be three and two. I got them at two and three. Then they're home to Washington. Now this is a dangerous, huge game, dangerous game for the Huskies. You hear that mud? Uh, I got Washington winning this one. Let me see what Washington has coming into this game before I make a decision on this. Washington in the two weeks preceding this game goes to BYU, then hosts USC, then goes to Stanford. Stanford's going to win this game. I'm on, I'm on Washington on this one, but I don't like it. I don't like this game. If there's one that I look at Washington schedule, this could be the one. Four and two Cardinal. I got him at. Man, Patty C. Two and four. <laughs> I got him at two and four. You're hating, man. They get a bye week, then they're home to uh, UCLA. I got him at three and four. I think they get that done. Yeah. Uh, then they're home to, to Arizona. I got him at four and four. There you go. They got a bye week, and then they lose at Colorado. Four and five. They lose at Washington State. Wait, 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 wait. Four and wait, six. Wait. At Colorado. I told you I'd have Colorado winning that one. I think I had Stanford win that one. I think you I? did, yeah. So I got them and going in that game, they're five and two. One, uh, two, three, four. Wait. Jesus. One, two, three, four, five, 
six, seven and two coming out of Colorado. I got them losing at Washington State. Me too. Uh, I got them winning at or home uh, in, in Palo Alto to Cal. Yeah. And I got them. They haven't lost to Notre Dame in, in Palo Alto in over 10 years. So I got them winning that. I got them going six and six. I am tempted to make them uh, have them lose to Notre Dame. But what's the over under for this? Team? Seven. Take the hard over. Take the fucking hard over. NC Nick is on the over. I'm on the under. Pac 12 North is too tough of a division now. Let me take a look, see here at David Shaw's career track record. Okay. Here are a list of David Shaw's years at Stanford 11 and 2, 12 and 2, 11 and 2, or sorry, 11 and 3, 8 and 5, 12 and 2, 10 and 3, 9 and 5, 9 and 4. They have never. Can, can I answer what sure. my, my defense? Can did. I answer? Because I, I would say that also Mike Leach was not at Wazoo some of those years, and then he was also building them up. Now they're now they're up, and also Cal was dog shit those years. Now they're up. Yeah, and Oregon was w- went down for a year or two. Sure. Now they're back up, and I still think they're counterfeit. Sure. And obviously Washington is way the fuck up now, and I think when he started Washington was under Sarkeesian. Okay, fair enough. Now let me counter with this. What's that? If ifs and buts, oh man, were candy and nuts. I can't wait to be right. It would be Christmas every fucking day of the year. Stanford but will guess still what? make. David Shaw is still a good coach after this That's year. That's not what happens. It's not his and this fault. This guy hasn't that's... won less than eight games his entire fucking. Has he ever dealt with a schedule this hard? <laughs> eight game, eight year career. So Has he far ever as... dealt with a schedule this hard? What's the over under? Seven. This guy's never won less than eight in all of his eight years that he's been at Stanford. Hey. If you're a fucking idiot, take the under. I don't okay. think you realize. Can you? We should pull up the other schedules and see. Do you realize they're at a conference? Northwestern, ten wins. Central Florida, ten wins. Fair Notre enough. Dame, ten wins. It's less of a sure thing. No, Notre year. Dame won twelve, right? I don't even know what the fuck the numbers are. I'll they all won twelve. Stanford does have the hardest schedule in the fucking country. Dude, that's a brutal fucking schedule. And I wouldn't touch it. I would not touch it. And that's you, what I tell her all the time. Better start thinking about yours. Cause there's just pulsing with all these disgusting. Look, things. we got to hurry the fuck okay. up, dude. All right. Next up USC coming off a of five and seven season. Clay Helton's on the hot seat on the hot seat. His seat is on fire. Patty C. Oh yeah. Uh, For a guy that won the Rose bowl two years ago or three years ago, won the conference championship last year, five and seven seasons at USC should never, gosh, happen. that will put your seat hot on fire. Also being fat and bald at USC. <laughs> Well, Is not, that a thing? Really? John, really Robin, think, John Robinson was fat and bald. Well, he was winning national championships <laughs> on that. Uh, fucking Lane uh, Kiffin got a, a good burn on well, it. Well, yeah, I mean, come he on. did have a 10 win season. That was surprising for us to find out. Yeah, we went back you, it's like an it's you at USC. That shit kind of happens. Okay, right. look. Uh, originally, Cliff Kingsbury was the hire for the offensive coordinator. He was there like a month and then took the Cardinals job. So then they went to air raid guru as well as Cliff Kingsbury, uh, uh, Graham Harrell coming over as the, f- the former offensive coordinator in North Texas. Before he was at North Texas, he was at Washington state with our Mike Leach. They say that's one of the hottest coaching hires you c- they could have done considering they lost Kingsbury. Uh, JT Daniels was a freshman quarterback last year. He's back for a sophomore year. I was impressed with, with the way he played six of the top seven receivers are back and they are loaded at wide receiver. They might have the best. I said, Colorado's good. I Aren't said they always Michael Pittman is a baller. Amon Ra St. Brown baller. Great name. Um, 
Yeah, they're loaded. Now, here's my question. They got a really talented running back, Reggie Bush-esque and Stephen Carr. Bold statement. Yeah, okay, maybe not that bold. I'm not trying to say he's that. Okay, how about uh, Blair Bush, the former center from the Seattle Seahawks? Um, he is a very talented running back, but I got to wonder if that even is relevant, if they're going to throw the ball this much. Or are they going to commit to the run where they have a good running back? The O line one damn good question. We don't know what to see. Yeah. You you have to assume any least disciple. Uh, what was uh, Graham Harrell's track record coming in Texas? He won ten games. Uh, Were they throwing the ball around there? Yeah, all over. Okay, well, yeah. Uh, o line should be improved because of their you know their they, they were very young last year, but I will say this: they weren't very good last year. Hmm. Uh, biggest biggest concern would be the center position. Um, Defensively, D allowed only 27 points per game despite having a losing record. When you do that, that's not that bad to go five and seven. I mean, come on. Defensive line needs to get needs to get better from a depth standpoint, and I expect it will. Once again, the, the team was very inexperienced. They did lose their top tackler in Cameron Smith at linebacker, but like I told you before, Patty C, they got a a, a guy, and I'm gonna butcher the hell out of this name. Palele uh Gal Gatote. I'm sure it was uh, it's delightful. So bad. I'm not it's even so bad, at it. but he's a fucking beast. He was, out, he got out for the year early. This guy's an animal at the linebacker position and the secondary loses everybody. So here's the deal. It's USC. Do they just reload athletes? So you shouldn't really panic there. Probably. Yes. yes. Yeah. All right. Vegas has the over under with the Trojans at seven. Patty C you look at that schedule. Let me ask you this more of a talent rich uh, recruiting pool that tends to be harder to develop Miami or USC. Both of these uh, clearly USC has a little less competition regionally for the talent, you know, than Miami does. Uh, I'm going to answer my question. It's easier to develop talent at USC than Miami just based on that track record. Now, let me tell you, based on this track record, do you see over seven wins on that schedule? Let's take a look. Um, Looking at last year's schedule, five and seven, that's a very solid five and seven. Uh, They were also almost four and eight. They They were also almost four and eight. They were also almost six and uh, what? Six and um, six. But basically what I'm saying is when you look at last year's schedule, this team was exactly as good as their record indicates. Oh, okay, gotcha. There's not a team that like fucked up and went five and seven. Yeah. They lost some games really badly. Uh, so this schedule I have rated as the second hardest in college football. Yeah, Pac-12 doesn't fuck around, and uh, they're not playing at a conference either. USC, to their credit, never plays. But week one, to their own we're, we're going to be at this game. Yes, we uh, will at 7:30 p.m. West Coast kick. Uh, Fresno State at USC. <laughs> Why should I take USC? Just because it's at USC and they got the air raid? Mm, and they're far more recruiting wise talented. Although Fresno State has always produced tons of talent themselves. Yeah. Uh, you shouldn't. You I mean, shouldn't. Fresno State won like 11 games last year. Right. I'm supposed to take that over a five win team, just off the top of my head. Look, you can. Is that how it's supposed to, be, to work? Like you gotta, you gotta, I guess, based on Clay Helton's track record, the pr- prior two years. I mean, I think years, Jeff Tedford's a better coach than Clay Helton. Sure. Although Clay Helton's first two years at uh, USC, you might argue that he's proven more than Jeff, 
Jeff Tedford ever has. He won no. a Rose Bowl. Did but Jeff he was Tedford? At USC. Sure. Jeff Tedford was at Cal. He got him to number two in the nation. Yeah. Tedford's a better coach. Okay. Um. Yeah, I think. I mean, we, well, let's give it to USC. Let's give it to you. I don't know. I don't know that we do that. I don't know. Why would you do that? It's exactly what you were just asking. Why? the? Because I'm just going off the name brand essentially. And unfortunately I don't know. I know Fresno's replacing their quarterback. They lost a lot on defense. If you were putting your money on it right now, I'll take Fresno in the points, the head straight up. No, I'd take USC. You would take, you would, you would bet your money on you. Cause it's too much pressure. He needs to get this win. And they've had all all season. I think the team knows it. It's a close test game, though, isn't it? I think it's going to be a close game. You're going to give it to USC. Yeah. Okay. And I'm going to. We already told you. We already said that USC is going to beat Stanford, so we got them at two and zero. Man. Now I think they lose. At BYU, I do. They go and take the L. I do. I don't. I think they go to. The uh, place is lit. BYU and get a win. They're just far more talented. Altitude. Altitude. Schmaltitude. You think they, they win that? You think they start off four and Uh no, three and oh, and then they go they host Utah. I think they take a loss. They're gonna okay, how about this? How about this? I'll meet you in the middle here. First four games, they're gonna lose one of the four. Sure. Okay. okay. So three and one. Then they go to Washington. They lose. They lose. Three and, three two, and two. They get a bye week. They're at Notre Dame. Three and three. Yeah. Home to Arizona. That should be a win. Four and three. At Colorado, we gave them that one five and three. Mm, did we really? Yeah. Hosting Oregon. We both gave him that. Six and three. Six and three. At Arizona State. You gave, gave that to Arizona L. State. Yeah. I think I gave that to them. So seven. At Cal. I think they're gonna lose at Cal. They lost yeah. to Cal last year in, in LA. Yeah. I think you called that Cal would beat them. Yeah. And then they're home to UCLA. Is that a seven and five season? Or? I have them at seven. Before the UCLA game, you have them at six, I think. If the, are you haven't beating UCLA? I got beating UCLA. Well, yeah. here's the problem: is the number is seven. Ooh. I think you got to fade the under. Decisions, decisions. I got to fade the under there too. As much we as gave them Fresno, dude. As much as we I gave them Stanford, I gave yeah. them BYU yeah. at BYU. Yeah. yeah, take the under. Look, I, I I basically just had them at eight wins, and mm-hmm. I'm still taking the under. Here's the thing about JT Daniels, right? He may have been a hot shot high school quarterback. He may have been highly recruited, right? But USC has had a number of those. Matt Barkley turned out to be like a a pretty good quarterback. Right? And, and what about the team identity? When you like, I don't know. I mean, look, I think Leach has got something with the air raid, but I've never seen it with top notch talent. Maybe a little bit of Oklahoma two thousand. Sure. But, There's potential there, no doubt. But I just don't know if Clay Helton's the right man for that. I don't know. There's too many question marks with that hard of a schedule. Don't you need to like work yourself into this thing? I would stay a fucking mile away from this. Yeah, this yeah. is the one of the most intriguing teams in college football yeah. this year. Moving along, we got the UCLA Bruins. All right, we're getting to the thick of this. All right, UCLA Bruins. Okay, look, Pat's boy Chip Kelly's back. All right. I, I kind of don't like Chip Kelly because I feel like he gets a lot of the credit of Rich Rodriguez's innovation. Wow. Okay, he was three and nine last year, but I'll tell you this: towards the end of the year, this team bought in. I thought. Uh, Dorian Thompson Robinson. I'm going to say this, Patty C. I'm sold. I think. Uh, I'm I think sold. He's, he's Chip Kelly's guy. 
I am sold on Dorian Thompson Robinson. Yeah. Uh, small a dosage. whole off season to yeah. prep with that level of athleticism. Are we looking at Dennis Dixon at 2.0? Perhaps. And they bring back running back Joshua Kelly at 1200 yards, 12 touchdowns on one of the worst offensive lines in power five football. Mm. Uh, offensive line has got to be better. It can't be that bad. So I'm assuming that's going to get better. They bring five of the top six wide receivers back led by Theo Howell or Theo Howard. I'm sorry. Uh, Defensive wise, they were extremely as this team was incredibly young last year on offense and defense, specifically the defense though. Uh, Their biggest problem last year from last year's team was lack of pass rush. They need to work on that. They need to find a way to get to the quarterback linebackers are the strength of this year's defense because uh, good old Chris Barnes is back defensive uh, backfield. They also have uh, Darnay Holmes, pretty big, pretty good stud corner. Um, Patty C Vegas, Vegas is telling us beautiful six and a half. Well, they finished with a walloping three and nine record last year. So that's, that's a lot of confidence from Vegas, but you have to figure Robinson has improved enough that he could potentially lead this offense. Whole system near two. This schedule is brutal too. This two by, of their by the losses. way, by, by the way, you know, this was my, this is my, so I did a top 10 schedules. And I started out the, the schedules, the hardest schedules. The first three were Pac-12. Yeah. I went with Stanford, USC, and UCLA. And yeah. sure enough, they came up alphabetically in order of from the way we're previewing all these teams. Here we go with the schedule. They start no off. No joke. All right. So six and a half. Uh, just off looking, just without just knowing that I wrote that piece, I'm going to yeah. say the under because yeah. I, I think it's going to be really hard to find your wins here. Okay. Okay. At Cincinnati week one, I think we gave him this one. Yeah. And I mean, Cincinnati won how many? 10, 10 or 11 games 11, last year? 11 yeah. and two last year. And we're just going to give him that so win. On going cross country. road trip. <laughs> Luke Fickle in what? Yeah. Year three now? Yep. Yep. Uh, I, I, we're going to give it to him. Week two, they come back and take on San Diego State. San Diego State, by the way, four and two. Or no, I'm sorry. Five and two in their last seven against the Pac-12. The Aztecs. I'm giving that to UCLA as well. I am too. But at what point do I become a moron and say stats back the fact that <laughs> San Diego State plays them really good? Right. And they went three and nine last year. Uh week three, I think I'm gonna be at this game with the old I was hoping to yeah. be at this game with you. And now you're gonna be in Virginia. Yes. Um uh home to Oklahoma. So they're, that's a loss. They're getting butt butt pounded. See, I almost think in a way, and maybe I'm talking out of my ass here. Yeah that this team could lose to Cincinnati and squeak by San Diego state look really bad and then shock Oklahoma. Sure. That's all potentially right? yeah, possible. Uh, anyway, I got that's a three the, dude. The beginning of this team schedule is it's, fucking insane. Yeah. So the week four, they're at Washington state. <laughs> Jeez. All right. How many of these teams were like, to three ten win three ten win four bowl teams. What was San Diego? State I think right? they're no, cause they got killed by injuries. I think they only won like eight games last year. Yeah. Either way, still yeah. fucking three great teams. Cincinnati won over 10. Oklahoma won over 10. Washington state won over 10. Yeah. That's three of their first four opponents. You got them two and two. I got them two and two. Right. You don't have them winning sure. in Pullman, right? No. Okay. Then they're at Wa- er, at Arizona. I got them winning that one. Really? That's a 50, 50 game, but I'm going to give that one to Arizona. I, I, I trust chip Kelly more than I do. Kevin Sumlin. Okay. Uh, I got them three and two, and then they're home to Oregon State. I'm getting the win. <laughs> Dangerous, but I got them four and two. Four and two for me. Then there's a bye week. Uh, everything's looking good, right? No. 
because at Stanford, they four, should four lose and that. three. Yeah. I got them losing to Arizona State. Remember, I called that you, in the Rose Bowl. You have you have UCLA winning. Uh, so uh, we even up at uh, four and four. Four and four. Okay. Then uh, they're home to Colorado, which I actually think Colorado is going to bite them. Give me the Bruins. That's a fucking. This is like the coastal. Yeah. I have no idea who's going to win that. The, those Arizona State Colorado game. Yeah. Um, four. I got them at four and five. They get a bye week. They're at Utah. Four and six. At USC, I think USC is going to have a new head coach then. Mm, who do you think wins though? I think UCLA does. I think USC wins that game. This team is going to win fucking five or six games. Six games. Give me six games. Cal at home at the end of the. Uh, give me six as well. They're still on the under though. It's at six and a half. Yeah, that's a hard under. That's a very hard under. Uh, NC Knicks on the under as well. I just typed in Uber for some reason. Um, all right, two teams left, man. But before I get to these two teams, all right, we got to rally the troops, Patty C. All right. What do we got? We got two left. All right. I want to tell you that the college experience is brought to you by Play Balto. Sick of uh, paying to set up your office pool, your office football pool. You know what I mean? So sick of it. Save hundreds and start playing for free on Play Balto. It's where the pros play. No doubt about it. Play your favorite online office pool. Uh, or pool games the way you like it. As a manager, you can customize your own pools 30 different ways. That's ridiculous, Patty C. Patty can't even think of 30 different ways to fucking to, to, to wear clothes, right? You, <laughs> you can't. Got shoes, you got socks. <laughs> can anyone think of 30 ways to wear clothes? <laughs> now, let me tell you something. Save time. Save time tracking buy-ins, all right? And stream the entire management process from hours to minutes. Get started on Balto in 60 seconds or less. Man. Pick'ems and survivor pools have been treated as, as an afterthought by the current site providers. Balto's the first site built specifically for pool-style betting games. Stop getting charged on outdated, lackluster sites you know, that look like they're from the early nineties. You know what I mean? Like a lot of Patty sees, uh, yeah. you know, posters on his bedroom wall. Damn James right. Brooks, fucking Cincinnati bangle, right? <laughs> look, if you're running a, a football pool, this, you know, this season, make, make your life easy and go, do it on play ball. Toe. go to sports, Click the play ball toe link to sign up today. Whew. Nice read. Let's power this shit home. Yeah. We're final two. And we're at the, probably the final two fucking teams that, that the, both teams that won over 10 games last year, 10 or more, two of the best teams. Yes. In this we're looking at the old Washington Huskies. If not the two best teams in this conference, potentially, potentially man, little Husky. Okay. <laughs> uh, look, coming up, Washington's coming off a 10 and four season. That's a bad year for Chris Peterson. He went 10 and four. Isn't that crazy? Mm. The Jake Browning era is over and I couldn't be happier. <laughs> Sorry, Jake uh, Browning, but uh, <laughs> look, they got a Georgia transfer that I was high on his freshman year, Jacob Eason coming in and he's already sat out a year. So he should know this offense pretty well by the time he gets in the saddle. Now I'll say this, Patty. See what the hell's up with all these uh, quarterbacks. They have three guys in their current roster named Jake or Jacob at quarterback. <laughs> they got rid of Jake Browning. That means they would have had four last year. <laughs> and they also had Jake locker like five years ago, right? <laughs> what the hell is going on with this right. team and Jake? There's a lot of Jake right? seven Washington. Yeah, I'm telling you next. No, we're going to uh, Jake. Watch Jacob Eason go down. God forbid, but Jake, the snake Roberts is going to be quarterback of this fucking team, <laughs> right? 
See what I did there, Patty C? I like that. I'm clever. Uh, pulling WWF, fuck WWE, pulling <laughs> WWF references. Look, with exception to quarterback, they bring back a lot. Yeah. Uh, offense struggled without Jonathan Smith. I expected, you know, Peterson's going to find a way to make it work. Uh, Aaron Fuller. Well, I mean, look, they lost, they lost a guy named uh, Miles Gaskin. That's a big loss. That's a hell of a play right there. But but wide receiver wise, they look all right. Aaron Fuller, Andre Basilia, and Ty Jones all back at wide out, three of their best wideouts. And Gaskin was a baller, but I think this backfield's still gonna be solid with Salvin Ahmed and Kamari Pleasant. All right. They got two good running backs back there. They're gonna figure it out. And the main thing that I like about this team, Patty C, mm-hmm. is their offensive line is loaded, provided they stay healthy. Three guys popping up on the NFL radar, including first round pick who was out for all of last year, including that Auburn game the week before uh, Trey Adams offensive tackle will be in the NFL. All right. Nice. Washington only gave up 16 points per game last night or last night, last year, defensively. That's fucking incredible. That is incredible. Considering they lost four, four games. Uh, but they, they reload. I mean, they lose a lot, but they're reloading a lot. I mean, they lose a lot, but they're reloading. Jesus. I'm starting, starting to fade, man. Starting to fade. Let's power up. Let's, Let's power, power up. up. This team did not allow more than 27 or no, they allowed 30 points in an overtime loss to Oregon. Other than that, did not allow more in regulation. Than, they didn't. Yeah, that's right. In uh, a game that ended in regulation, they did not allow more than 24 points in a single contest. This is a very well coached team. Their four losses last year, a five point loss against Auburn in should have beat Auburn. Should have beat that. Should I feel like they were the better team when you watched that at Autzen Stadium, a three point loss in overtime at uh, Cal Memorial Stadium in Berkeley, a two point loss, and uh, versus Ohio State in the Rose Bowl, a five point loss. This team is better than 10 and four this team, especially with like your well, boy. now that you have a, a quarterback that can throw the rock, actually throw the rock much have better a than, little velocity, yeah. a little confidence. I right. I think of Easton as more of an unknown, but Colby remembers him a little better from the days of Georgia. He, he swears by him. Um, I'm going to say this right now. They have the over and under at nine and a half. I, I over the, I'm just going to be over this by, by, by far. By wow. Far. All right. Let's count. All right. Uh, week one, they take on the reigning runner ups in the FCS world, Eastern Washington Eagles. See the pack. You got to give it up to the pack. They're going to go FCS fun, fun. FCS. They, they take yeah. all the good ones. Yeah. First off, half the, the conference doesn't play FCS. Sure. And like four or five teams do, and they play fucking really legit FCS teams. <clears throat> take, take note, uh, other conferences. <clears throat> yes. 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 Uh, they're going to be the Eastern Washington week two. They get revenge against Cal, right? Yeah. Week three, they blow out uh, Hawaii in Seattle, right? Sure. Let me ask you about week four. Dangerous at BYU. Certainly dangerous. I think Washington's a good enough team to go down and do got BYU going 0 and 12 this year. That's what I've noticed about you. <laughs> well, uh, have we gone on individuals? <laughs> no, I'm saying, Whenever we, we talk about them, you have them losing. Every, well, every, fuck BYU. <laughs> Look, you're hosting a potential playoff team here. I don't care how fucking tough your stadium is to play. Okay. You need talent. But they, I mean, they beat. Like, and they're Michigan not as well State. coached. They're they less talented. They're not as well coached. They have a slight little advantage. Washington is used to some bad okay. weather. I got Washington winning it too. Thank you. 4-0. Home to, to USC. 5-0. 
At Stanford, you have them losing. I yes, have I have do. Washington winning. Okay. Six and zero at they fought back to back away games at Arizona. Seven and zero. Mm-hmm. Home to Oregon. Eight and zero. Yeah. They get a bye week and they're home to Utah. What a great bye week. Great. Yeah. Good uh, timing. I got them at nine and zero. Yep. Then they're at Oregon State. Ten and zero. Yep. Bye week and then they're at Colorado. By the way, that game will be a little bit slippery. Mm-hmm. They, they'll still win that. Eleven and zero. I got this team going twelve and zero. Twelve and zero. With a place in the invitational waiting for them, a berth just warm. I can tell and you this. I can tell you this. Nine and a half. You're telling me three losses for the under. That's not going to happen. Yeah, that's wild. That's not going to happen. That's this wild. is this is a lock for this me. This is a damn good yeah. time uh, team, and they should at least win ten. I mean, they get all their real. They have one like it's nine and a half. You said yeah. They should at least win ten. Yeah, they won ten last year. Yeah. You blew it. All right. Look, you're falling asleep on the fucking microphone. <laughs> Get your shit together. I'm ready, baby. There's Let's a drink world this out there. Schweppes and fucking Evan Williams. All right, look. And bring it home. And we're bringing it home with the perfect team to bring it home with. Our own Mike One Leeches. Yes. The Washington State Cougars. Not a cooler team, not a better team, not a better coach. I did a write up, Patty C. Yeah. Where I said Mike Leach is the best coach in college football. I stand by that writing today and not because he did my podcast, but he did my podcast because of the article I wrote. Right. Yeah. And the article I wrote basically said, I don't think there's another coach that could go into Texas tech or go into Washington state and win the amount of games that he has. And I stand by that statement. Sure. Let let, let me, let me rephrase that and reiterate what Kobe just said. We had no relation with Mike Leach prior to this article being written. Mike Leach was fucking John F doe to us. Yes. You know, Aside from the fact that we thought he was a great fucking coach, yeah. Colby wrote this article showing I, I that he just, believed. Yeah, it. I stated my stating reasoning, the facts, yeah. you know. And lo and behold, Mike Leach got wind of it, and you know our relationship has developed since then. But all that said, relationship aside, we still think the guy's a hell of a good football coach, at least and, and a I, top five football coach, if not the best football coach in the country. Yeah. I, I believe I mean, you win 11 games at Washington state with a year that they, by the way, a year that he had a, he had lost Luke Falk. He was supposed to take such a step back. Yeah. Alex Grinch went to Ohio state. No, uh, oh, what, no. what do great coaches do? They find ways to, to, to adapt to their team. He hires Tracy clay, defensive coordinator from Jerry kills, Minnesota team who became the head coach at Minnesota wrongfully fired at Minnesota, by the way, might I add for PJ Fleck. And I love that hire. They played in a bowl game and clays did a great job on Mike Leach's offense and Mike Leach being such a uh, great head coach and uh, you know, figure that out that said, Hey man, this guy's a great defensive coordinator brought him into Pullman. And uh, I, I noted that last year I was heavy on the over last year over, I think it was at, at six wins last year. This guy won 11 having your ego. He basically check. doubled it. If they win that USC game that we were at where they should have won it. Yeah. He would have doubled the over and under man. Fucking wild coming off an 11 and two season. Gardner Minshew. Yes. He only spent one year there. Now he's a Jacksonville Jaguar Jaguar Patty C, <laughs> but okay. Are you freaking out though? They don't have a quarterback. No, they bring in grad transfer. Gabe Gubrid from Eastern Washington. He only took them to the national championship and lost on the FCS. Yeah. Level. Was that a big problem last year when they uh, needed a new quarterback? No, it's plug and play. Might I add that they also have two other two other good quarterbacks that are very capable of playing. Wide receiver wise, they they all pretty much line up with Colorado and USC as the best receiving unit in the Pac-12. Uh, really deep, six out of seven wideouts 
uh, from last. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wait, I, I misread that six or seven deep in players that have got significant playing time. Now, nine of their 10 leading receivers are back. That's unbelievable, right? Uh, running back wise, they did lose their starter, but they, they had, they kind of used a little bit of a committee. So Max Borgie is the new running back to actually start. He had eight touchdowns last year. So I don't think it's much of a drop off. Now here's the secret thing about Washington state. If you're really paying attention, the offensive line, they've suddenly become a pipeline to producing NFL talent on the offensive line. Not what you'd expect. Yes. I believe it's uh, the past three years. They've had players drafted, including this year's first round pick Andre Dillard, who looked great in the preseason For a team game that tries yeah. to get the ball out within a millisecond. Uh, offensive line play. Isn't the premier position on the, on the team? Well, I can tell you that they're starting to become the true pipeline. They got to tackle Abraham Lucas that despite his youth, he's only a sophomore. They are saying is a potential first round draft pick in the NFL, wow. adding another one. This team only gave up 13 sacks last year, the whole season. That's incredible. They played in 13 games. That's both a credit to the coach yeah. getting rid of the ball early and also to the offensive line. And like I mentioned, there are plenty of yeah. coaches trying to get the ball out early that aren't that successful. Like I mentioned defensively, uh, Alex Grinch gone and he brought in clay. And I think clays has been a great replacement. I think it's actually improved the defense. Six of the top nine tacklers are back for the Cougs led by Jihad woods. Well, playmaker at linebacker, like our boy Mickey said at Ohio state Grinch. What was he? D backs coach there. I believe so. Or I think it was just an assistant. I don't even know. If wow. It was we were hyping Grinch last year for the job. He I was still doing. think he's a good coach. Yeah. I just think clays is better. Sure. You know, absolutely. Uh, this defensive line, very experienced, but I will say a tad bit undersized as, as, as I'm sure Mike will tell you, uh, safeties are back looking good at safeties. The real question would be the cornerbacks corners are the question mark of the defense. Patty C Vegas. They're going to, I'm just going to take a guess. They're going to shit on my boy again. The over under is at eight. At least it's not at six. They've learned a little bit. They've learned a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Now you pull up this schedule and can you see, this is our last team to preview. Yeah, buddy. They start off week one against the New Mexico state Aggies. They're going to, they're going to blow them out. Yeah. Week two, they get the Northern Colorado bears. When week three, they travel to Houston to take mm, on Dana Holgerson. Interesting little game here. Former assistant of his Ooh, win. I think they are going to win that. It's going to be close, man. That's yeah. a scary game. Sure. Three, and know, probably closer than this upcoming game home to UCLA. Win. I agree. Now here's the one I really want to know about. Yeah. Week five at Utah. Mm. Can I, can I throw in something? Haven't you said that he they've is had undefeated against Kyle Whittingham? <laughs> this is supposed to be Whittingham's team though, right? Yeah. It's in Salt Lake city. I'm so I got to take Utah still. Yeah. I think I got But I'm saying Utah. that, I mean, I, I'm so curious to what that game. I have one of the, like, of my 10 games or 12 games that I want to watch all year. Yeah. That one I got circled. That's an interesting game. Uh, we're going to see, you know what I think it is though, man, schematically, if he's got a true advantage, despite he, the talent, but that, it's, it's weird. Certain coaches match certain things. And I feel like Whittingham is overly aggressive. Yeah. And I don't know his, how much that plays against a team that gets the ball out really fucking hot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like you can bring the heat, but it doesn't fucking matter if they're already behind you. Ex- ex- I mean, if it, and you got clever ways to get the ball out of the pocket. Yeah. Leeches is a, a genius in his own right. Um, so whereas Whittingham is like an, an I, interesting I think Whittingham's guy. a great coach. Whittingham yeah. is not only tough as nails, but he is aggressive as fuck. 
You know, he's yeah. he's like kind of uh, like Patterson or something as far like the way he runs his team. But even like. tougher. Yeah. You know, I don't even. He's like Nick Saban meets Patterson. You know, but without the talent. But I, but I, uh, being aggressive can bite you sometimes, though, man. Yeah, well, you I think adapt. you're right. This yeah. is the exact guy that would take. But it's advantage. in Salt Lake City. I'm taking Utah four and one. Yeah, I guess I got to go with you there. Bye week. Then they're at Arizona State. We gave that to Arizona State. I'm glad we did because that bye week is going to help us out there. Mm. Uh, five and one, home to Colorado. Six and one at Oregon. I gave it to them. They have Oregon's number, so I we gave it to them already. Petty C. Uh. We gave this uh, uh, Washington State. Yeah. They're going to lose one of these three games here. No, check us out. Seven and one, they get a buy. They're going to lose at Cal. Mm, I called six that and one. Two. Six and two. I called that one. They're going to lose at Cal. Sure. So I got them at seven and two. You, you got them at six and three? Mm, I think they beat Cal. Okay, so you got, we both have them at seven and two. Yeah. I got them beating Stanford, eight and two. Sure. I got them beating Oregon State, nine and two. Yep. And they lose at Washington, nine and three. Yeah, what's the over under? Eight. Go with the over, baby. Now I will say this: NC Nick on the under. NC Prick, more like right. Come on. Wait, were we under or over on Utah? No, they're the last team. We have one more team left. Oh, uh, we missed the fucking Utes, the bell cow of the conference for this particular year. How did I miss that? It's because you're alphabetically challenged. <laughs> Because uh, these fucking drinks are adding up. They That's are. They're starting to get to me too. All right. Look, Kyle Hittingham coming off a nine and five season. Yeah. Hey, didn't uh, your good. boy Derek, uh, what's Derek Fisher at Stanford do that? <laughs> David, <laughs> David Shaw. Same difference. Right? <laughs> uh, look, but how come Shaw gets all that love, but Whittingham doesn't get that love? Huh? No, I can see your point there. You don't, I mean, you take a team from the mountain West. Yep. By the way, who went undefeated? Want to go back and look at records? Stanford is a little more marketable than. Uh, Do you want to go back and look at records Utah. when Kyle Whittingham in two thousand eight went undefeated twelve and zero and beat the tar out of a out of a double digit win Nick Saban Alabama coach team? Hey, Utah has been in the in the game for longer than people remember. All right, now here's the deal: they went out and they hired Andy Ludwig, former offensive coordinator of, of Utah, back in Whittingham's. Early run. Rip this. Let's go. And Andy Ludwig coming over from Vanderbilt as the OC. Tyler Huntley's, Huntley's back from injury. Their star quarterback. Yeah. Check us out. This is the the basically they went nine and five with this. And you, this is why you want to believe. Tyler Huntley was out for the season at one point last year. Mm-hmm. Their running back Zach Moss, beast, uh, had over eleven hundred yards and, and eleven touchdowns. Had a, he was out for a sec, the second half of the season. Yeah. Britton Covey, their top wideout, suffered a torn ACL, had over 60 catches before that, out for the late in the, late in the season, right? Mm-hmm. They got another good receiver, Brian Thompson. So their top two receivers are back. They are loaded at the tight end position, two really good tight ends. Three starters back on the offensive line. Now here you get to the defense. Utah had the fifth best defense in the country, only allowing 315 yards per game and only 19 points per game. Uh, they have maybe the best defensive line in the country, a lot on par with with uh, Clemson and Auburn. Mm. Say the experts, led by Bradley and A. Uh, we were talking about earlier. Uh, this whole defense, their defensive tackle is a beast too. Uh, What's they, their defensive backfield? Who do they have back there? Hold on, uh, we're at linebackers here. Okay, they, they lose two good linebackers, but they retain Devin Lloyd, and they also grab a Penn State grad transfer and Manny Bowen started at Penn State. Nice. Uh, now they're, they're they got they got a great secondary. 
Supposedly. Supposedly yeah, a phenomenal the, secondary. Yeah. Uh, led by Justin Blackman. I mean, they got a couple of different guys. And to get this, to Kyle Whittingham's credit, they always have one of the best special teams in the country. Always a great kicker, always a great punter, and always great punt and kick coverage. Yeah. Penny C, the win total is at nine. Who? For a team that is favored by many prognosticators to be the Pac-12 South champion and potentially the Pac-12 champion, nine wins, a little spit in the old face. That said, I might be Week on board. one at BYU. They're taking an L here. I think they are. Yeah, right out of the gate. I think, yeah. I think, I think that's going to be because the pressure's too much. Yeah. They lose at BYU, mm. get upset. Week two, they re- respond, beat Northern Illinois. Mm-hmm. Week three, they beat Idaho State. Yeah. Week four at USC. They take a loss. I think they lose. Mm-hmm. Week five, uh, home to Washington State, we gave them that. So I got them at three and two. Mm-hmm. By week at Oregon State, I'm going to give them that one. Sure. Four and two. Home to Arizona State, five and two. Home to Cal, six and two. Yep. At Washington, loss. Six and three. By week, home to UCLA, seven and three. Yep. At Arizona, eight and three. Home to Colorado, nine and three. Now check us out. The win total is at nine. I'm gonna go the over because I think I'm gonna go the under. I think they could beat USC. They could beat USC. I, I think, think they could beat BYU. <clears throat> I think they could lose to Arizona. I think there, they could Arizona State or Arizona. Arizona. I, I don't believe they could lose to Arizona. I think they could use to lose to UCLA. In, they don't lose in Salt Lake City. They're Have you ever seen their record the in Salt Lake City? Uh, they 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 do tend to win there, don't they? They always win in, in Salt Lake City. The altitude. Yeah. Well, whatever whatever it is, you're on the under. NC Nick's on the under. I'm on the over. That's the Pac-12. Whoo! It takes a while to get through the things. This is the college experience, guys. Please sign up for our fantasy football. Give us a nice iTunes comment. That that's all we ask. A good iTunes comment. You know, go over to Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Leave us a nice iTunes comment. Hit us up on Twitter, Sports Gambling Podcast Network's at SGP Network. Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C831, and I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. This is the college experience, guys. You better start thinking about yours. Also, check out those stand updates in the Bay Area. If you're in the area, you better come out. You better come out. Come, come on. on. And we out. <laughs>